0: It's all good vibes today, guys. Welcome back to the Cinnabums and the Misfit Pond channels. We we are happy to be providing you with film-related content today. <laughs> it's super late at night. My brain is rotting. Mm-hmm. Um, my guests' brain are also rotting more because they're like three hours ahead of me. So we're gonna get this thing started. Um, I'm not gonna talk like that the whole time, but
1: you could. It, it's <laughs>
0: I could, I could. It's my it's my show, right? It's and awesome. it's Carlos's show too. Um uh, Carlos and Blair. Oh, are back. Thank you. It, it's on your channel, you know. Fuck yeah, you can get awesome. more. You bring in the views, baby. <laughs> um, thank you. The cash cow, the cash. Fucking cash
2: cow know, cow. I'm, I'm, I'm the <laughs> Nepo, I'm the Nepo, baby.
1: Hell
0: yeah, I'm the clout goblin. You know, I'm just feeding off of uh, Carlos's viewership here throughout this whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> um, Carlos and Blair are back. Thank you guys for returning. And showing your faces, your beautiful faces on the show, mm-hmm. um, and we have a special guest. Uh, she is a keto goddess. Um, she told hey, me not to say it. that's real. Um, I'll reel it in. I'm sorry, Kaylin the Great. Thank you for coming on. You're already
1: um, doing too much. Sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying
0: to just do this gracefully. But, the Great. Mom.
1: Um, let's keep our expectations just so. Just so people. On. Let's go. So
0: people know you, like, what is your take on the motion picture of the whale? <laughs> I, would, I knew
2: it. I fucking knew that was coming. Great movie. Great
1: movie. Loved it. Okay. The memes um, have ruined it.
0: Personally, yeah, <laughs>
1: They really have. It's unfortunate, but... Bill
0: Griffith, yeah. this is
2: your fault.
1: No, I'm joking.
0: joking Bill, Bill. Bill made that movie into straight up you know, best comedy of 2020 so far. <laughs> um... But yeah, thank you for coming on all three of you thank you so much um we're doing a very hotly anticipated episode i would say because we all grew up and thrived in the 2000s decade we watched a lot of movies um even harder for me to come up with a top five than than the 70s like i don't know if you, you all felt the same way but to dwindle it down was like a major major difficult task um yeah how, how, how was it for you guys
3: it was fucking terrifying disgusting, disgusting.
1: awful a struggle yeah man. it was
3: easier hell Easier oh, hell. Hell. All,
1: right, yeah. Yeah. All right,
2: this one took <laughs> the least amount of thought
1: i'm not really? even joking you back. seriously Yeah,
3: that, really? that's good then damn not me oh. dude this was you were... the you only said
0: reason oh, so... Shre- i'm just gonna make a shrek joke sorry i was gonna say- <laughs> Shrek One, Shrek Two, and Shrek the Third. That's We're like diving straight now. into
1: the keynote. let it, it. It's more.
2: It's more like Shrek One, Shrek, t- Shrek Two, uh, fish Fre- with the shark tail. Shark, shark tail. tail. <laughs> um, the fish. I was movie.
4: gonna
0: say fish tail. <laughs> the, fish. <laughs> the Will Smith, uh, De Niro classic. Uh,
1: Wait, De Niro film. was in
0: that? Yeah, yeah,
1: he's he's the shark.
0: <laughs> he's one the of shark.
1: A, he's he's one the shark. He's the titular shark, shark in yeah.
3: the
0: zoo. T- Martin Scorsese. No, uh, Martin, p- yeah plays the car wash guy he plays the uh,
3: the uh puffer fish
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
2: really
0: so oh. certified yeah. Kino classic yeah it's
2: their best collaboration i believe it
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you think de niro scorsese like recollect that movie at all or they're it's probably like hanging on their their mantle like the poster of that movie. <laughs> i hope hell yeah they got
2: a fucking fat ass paycheck of course they do
0: <laughs> Scors- scorsese financed uh shutter island through uh shark tail Obviously, but yeah, that
1: makes sense. I can, I can, I can that. nah, That's Scorsese was involved in that movie. That's wild to me. Shark Tale yeah. seems like such a fucking weird
0: thing. It, it's, <laughs> a, it's a weird artifact. We could do a whole episode on that one day if we want. Uh, I'm down. Maybe. I've
4: never
2: seen it. So. <laughs> I'll there's, watch Shark tale. Uh, There's I'll a lot
0: to <laughs> This is your last episode anyway, Kalen. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: I'm already on the, the chopping block.
0: <laughs> you and Perry are on the chopping blocks right now. Um, oh, no. Perry no, that's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, I love. Yeah, Perry's Perry's the, the Perry. best. Perry, we love Perry. Um, Or Totoro now. He changed his alter ego to Totoro. Oh, I know. That's some king shit. Anyway. I was
1: down with the Snorlax, but
0: yeah, yeah, he's a huggable guy. Um <laughs> We should just dive right into this because like
1: let's just jump right time
0: time is a ticket. Let's just get into it. Let's just talk let's about just the movies. Jump
1: right
0: in. Let's just talk yeah. about the movies now. The movies. Um movies are good, right? Oh, this is a movies no, list? No, Fuck. The
1: movies are fine.
0: Yeah, no, this is a top five Nickelodeon. Uh <laughs> I thought
1: this
2: was top five favorite League of Legends skins.
1: Oh <laughs> shit, up. you're in the wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that, will gets,
0: that will get like quadruple the amount of views This podcast is going to get, FYI
2: I barely um, know what that means
0: not, I have no idea what you're talking about
2: You don't know <laughs> League of Legends?
0: No, I do, but then you, then you said more words And I was like, okay
2: Skins? skins. <laughs> skins. I, skins yeah. I hate that I'm going to admit this To a fucking public audience But I've spent hundreds of dollars on League Skins Back when oh. I was like 18 yeah. I feel that
1: that's oh, good. I spent an ungodly amount of money on Candy Crush back in the day. So
0: uh, Candy
4: Crush, that's better than relatable. League. I don't know. <laughs> better, better than League. I spent I a lot of money. Yeah,
3: I don't yeah. even
1: play that shit anymore. So it's just like, well, where'd that money go? Forgot that. I way, feel though. that.
4: Yeah,
2: same here. Same here.
3: I spent a decent amount of money on virtual Pokeballs when Pokemon Go first came <laughs> oh, out. Oh, <and> Pokemon Go, <laughs> oh. yeah, of course, of
1: course. Oh man, when that came out, I lived in a Pokestop. It was lit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh nice. So people were coming by all the time. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. Um top five uh Pokemon underrated Pokemon. Oh, I got
2: you. I
0: got
2: you. <laughs> GeoDude? Pass. Chef's kiss no, I'm joking.
1: Fuck Geodude. Chickly buffer bust. Chickly
0: <laughs> buffer <or> bust. <laughs> I do like... I'm more of a squirtle type guy. Mm.
1: What yeah, does squirtle a fan morph of the into? Squirtle Morphin? Because he's got a funny name. Where, where are my Piplup stands? Piplup, Piplup. <laughs> I, yeah, I, love
3: <laughs> I, I only know that for playing Smash all the time. But...
1: My knowledge is. Nice.
3: I only know the first generation. Anything past that, I don't fucking know anything.
1: Oh, come on. You, <laughs> yeah, don't
2: know, you don't know fucking. You
3: don't know fucking. uh Tick. <laughs> 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 you're, talking like they... a ma-
0: you're talking like a Maba. You, know, you don't know fucking from... Barbasaur. <laughs> <Squirtle. laughs>
1: you don't know fucking Cy-
2: Squirtle. You don't know you don't know Cyndaquil? That meow. sounds
0: straight up made up. <laughs> what Cyndaquil. You guys
2: are in Spain. Yeah, that sounds like a sleep aid. I- I'm That's a, the I- fucking I'm a That's the fucking one of the starter Pokemons. You guys are on crack.
0: Yeah, okay. So yeah, I am. Um okay. I'm being gaslit.
4: Anyways, you're you're gas- gas- you're moving on. <laughs>
0: All right, we we have we we have to go. Um, yes. okay. Let's
1: get it okay. All going. right,
4: see
0: ya. Let's get it. Get
3: it. <laughs> that was a great podcast. I'll see you later.
0: I'm probably gonna put a Black Eyed Peas song in the intro. What do you guys think about that?
1: That would be kind uh, of... you
2: should put you should put my uh. Wait, let's you get Peas, it started.
4: Yeah, that yeah. one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would that be so lit? I should do that.
1: It'd be so lit. Should put the
2: original version on there.
0: And then the yes, season.
1: you should. That would be so yeah, be, problematic. Be
0: <laughs> Carlos's channel gets stricken.
1: Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I Black think you have some piece. issues. I think you're causing issues for yourself. <laughs> and the we, original we... version is so based. <laughs> it is so based.
0: Yeah, oh. we hype up the podcast so well that we rant about. <laughs> the
1: first time, time I you know realized it's... that original version was when I was watching the OC and they played it on the show. I was like, "Oh, uh, work, The, os-
0: the OC is so based.
3: Oh my god! I lo- oh. Don't get me started. Wait, right, hold, on, to... hold
1: on! Hold on! Hold on!
3: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> was you about to pull out something OC related? Oh my god, are you oh. kidding me? I've seen that at Oh o- a It's like my favorite spot f-
1: of all time.
0: We'll talk about it later. Right. Um, what the fuck is that? <laughs> the OC- oh god. Bitch. Bitch. That's what I watched oh. in high school. It made me who I was today. Kind um, of
1: same, actually.
0: One Tree Hill and OC was... Only Me too! OC.
1: Those are my shit. Those are my oh shit. My Let's God. talk.
0: We gotta talk later. Yeah. Anyway. The best
1: soundtracks <laughs> ever. I'm
0: so sorry, people. Um, nah, I'm
1: not.
0: I'm not either. I'm talking <laughs> to, I'm talking to Carlos and Blair. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Still I don't, um, shit. I don't give a
2: I'll shit. I'll be here
0: all night if I have to. Uh, tradition is that our guest goes first, Caleb. Oh, so. good. <laughs> uh, what is your... F- I should remind people we're doing our top Five movies of the 2000s we're each gonna do our list so there'll be 20 films and we'll dwindle it down to a top 10 at the very end when our brains are completely rotted out of our skulls so it's gonna be a great episode um yeah so we're gonna go from five to one kaylin's gonna kick us off so please the Kay-
1: has already begun so please right give in. me
0: some brain route let's do it what's your number okay.
1: five we have irreversible
3: oh hell from yeah 2002
1: by Beautiful. Gasper, no way. Just one time I double dipped. I d- I didn't know which one to show, so I did both.
0: That's a really cool uh, addition. The, the vinegar syndrome.
1: Car- yeah. Oh, oh, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. What, both of them, yeah. Indicator. Indicator vinegar, whatever. But yeah,
1: I, I double dipped uh, for that one then. too. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it's one of those movies that is like infamously like disturbing. And for good reason, because it very much is. Um, And for like anyone that doesn't know, it's like a story told in reverse of like this night of um, a series of traumatic and like life altering events that happens to these people. Um, And we're experiencing it like we're just dropped right in at the end of it and trying to make sense of like what's going on, which is very like um, disorienting. Um, like the presentation of it really makes it what it is. Like the camera work in this is so, um, like insane, like out of control in the best possible way. Um, that plus like the sound like makes for the most like visceral, crazy experience. This is really one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I got to see it in theaters earlier this year. Um, and it was really one of my favorite theater experiences ever. Like it really nice. made it same, elevated same. that movie so much more for me. Um like experiencing it in that way was like so fucking visceral. Like and like seeing the crowd react to it, it was just like uh, it was so good. Uh this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um mm. I love Gasper in a way, like he's my favorite director. Um, I think he's really just out here doing things that like no other filmmaker does. Like he, Absolutely. he crafts things in way, like ways that make me feel things that nobody else does. Um, and I think honestly, sure. this movie would be higher if I was just making a subjective list of like my favorite things, but I'm I'm trying to be like, or yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I understand. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be like, uh objective but yeah objective but I love it it's good
0: I love it too
3: yeah I would have picked if I didn't know that you were gonna pick that I would have probably picked that because that is also one of my favorite films of all time same um, here. <laughs> it is just yeah I agree I saw it in theaters in 35 millimeter like not even a month ago and Airverse. So- I mean that was I, that was, if it wasn't for 2001 A Space Odyssey in IMAX, I would say that was my favorite theater experience ever. Uh, because, wow, Irreversible in 35mm was just, like Kalen said, such a visceral, unmatched experience like you've never seen before. Um, seeing something that unforgiving and relentless with that aesthetic, in that kind of format, in a the theater, it was just, it's just, fucking like amazing um not only because like the visual aesthetic um and seeing it on such a big screen like makes a difference but just the sound as well like like as as a uh caleb was talking about like the sound plays such a vital role in the film and being able to experience that like in the biggest speakers possible like really made a whole lot of difference as well and yeah that movie uh, that, that was the second time i ever watched it and it it really provoked something deep within me it was it was just incredible incredible film i love it so much yes
0: 10 out of 10 must see masterpiece absolutely um, must when, see masterpiece this is a good f- full circle moment cuz carlos the way mm. i discovered your channel because of your analyzed video i think i told you that in our first podcast we did together
3: yeah but, i did that's yeah, awesome
0: yeah the fire extinguisher sequence uh, oh, that you really? had analyzed video that's how i found your channel so full circle moment but yeah i i, I think i agree that movie's a masterpiece I, I i my deep deepest regret of not seeing it you know in 35 when i could at the alamo draft house but yeah it's like you guys said enough it's just perfect is that your favorite gaspard Noé? both of you all of you
1: yeah it is Yes, yeah.
3: it is, is uh, it's it's really hard for me because i love climax dearly. like climax is a film that i see myself watching way more which is the only reason why I I still think that one's my favorite because I could pop climax in at any time and watch it. Irreversible is like that's a whole fucking like basket of shit.
1: <laughs> basket of shit. <laughs> like um,
0: climax is dandy on its own.
1: Enter I mean the climax void is the yeah. other one for me. Like Which one? Uh, oh, yeah. Enter the void.
0: Enter the void. That's I the one. I, into I, the void. I actually haven't seen it yet.
1: It's another oh, just like crazy, like just a visceral experience. Like Gaspar Noe experience. is really just out here doing shit that nobody else does. Like, yeah. I think
3: that's actually Gaspar Noe's most visually impressive film.
0: That's what I've heard.
3: It's like, it's it,
1: the most like unique thing I've ever experienced. Like, it's wow. a whole thing. Yeah.
0: I have friends that have done DMT and they told me that that movie is a real close approximation of what it DMT is, is like. It is,
1: though, it is.
0: Which is very crazy to me. Yeah. It's like, I. I yeah. did
1: DMT recently and can't confirm. Oh wow,
0: pretty pretty close.
1: It's like that's that crazy. and like the like album artwork of Ten Thousand Days from Tool. It's like the Ooh. with the eyes and shit Damn. like that's just a DMT. <laughs> said, oh, oh hey, Tool God. shirt.
0: Yeah, Carlos says. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm too. I'm too Topical. much of a chicken shit to be doing DMT. Me
0: too. The what if. You know, sidebar, what I've heard about it is like absolutely terrifying. I don't even smoke weed anymore. So it's not
1: scary at all. Yeah. It it also only lasts for like 10 minutes, tops.
0: But I've heard it feels like an eternity for some people. Tell me that. it doesn't. To
1: me, it was like not enough. You needed more. Yeah. It was like (laughs) as it was fading away, I was like, I'm so grateful to have this time, but it is fleeting. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, It's awesome. Um, Life changing.
0: Awesome. By the way, I'm with Carlos. I think. Guess, or, uh climax is my favorite from Gaspar Noé. Um but Irreversible is really close. Yeah. Kind of exactly what Carlos said is like the rewatch value of climax is a little bit higher but
3: I mean if I'm going amazing. like strictly like objective I think Irreversible takes the cake. Um Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah.
1: But I think climax is like his most like refined like
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's just like such a clean movie in terms of presentation. Like mm-hmm. everything about it seems mm-hmm. so perfectly realized and and one way it feels calculated in the same way it feels so free form extremely yeah.
0: chaotic at the same time that's why it, it's like this balance of both where it's it's so like graceful in a way you that's know? yeah
1: what he's so good at it's like making it feel like shit is like out of control but like it is very like to the t of how he wants mm-hmm. it you know like that's awesome yeah
0: and then vortex was just like incredibly somber and Sorry I don't mean to, cut
1: to talk about Gaspar but, No Noah wrecked my yeah. soul uh, so for- That
3: movie is like it, w- it was really refreshing to see uh, Gaspar Noah do something Very subtle In terms of like presentation mm-hmm. and, uh, and mature In terms of like content And um, But still have that Gaspar Noah effect that makes you just want to fucking kill yourself
1: Yeah <laughs> He's good at that Yeah
3: <laughs> It's a good
1: way. to my favorite director. He just like his movies affect me in a way that like no other filmmakers do. Yeah, he he,
3: he's in my top ten. He's in my top ten too.
0: Wow, sweet! That's a great. That's a great way to kick it off. I think. Spoiler alert! Will probably make the top ten because no objections here.
1: Yeah. Um, I put it at five because I was like, it might be diverse.
0: No, no, I. (laughs) Not,
2: but not between us, freaks
0: yeah exactly uh-huh. I was gonna say uh-huh. we're all, I'm fucked up already you know it's like what what's one more <laughs> fucked up movie um let's go uh let's just go clockwise uh go to Carlos next. what's your number five
3: all right, so I made a uh like last second switch up oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's gonna be <laughs> please and um I mean, I feel really. Ash- I. F- it's like one of the situations where, like, I feel really bad for doing this, but I just kind of had to do it. Um, but my it's coming. It's coming. my number five is Inglorious uh, Bastards from Quentin Tarantino. I
0: thought it was gonna be Shrek. <laughs> no,
3: no, 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 was- oh,
1: No, I knew it was gonna be the. I knew it was gonna be Tarantino. <laughs> no, no, Tarantino. It's, out it's, of it's totally.
0: Thing. It's way more uh, justified. Go ahead. I,
1: mean, I wouldn't say
3: that. I wouldn't say that. Shrek and Inglorious Bastards. Uh... Oh, you want to make a switcheroo? <laughs>
2: I would pick Shrek personally. <laughs>
3: oh. Shrek is amazing. We'll see. It might have made a top ten. We'll see. Um, oh my god. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. So if I didn't pick it now, then like I was never gonna pick any Tarantino movie for any decade, really. And exactly. that just felt fucking wrong. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I talked about *Inglorious Bastards* ad nauseum. I talked about it a little bit on my channel before, but yeah, it's my favorite Tarantino film. Um, I just think he masters everything that's great about him in this film: um, the comedy, the character writing, the the story writing, um, his his uh, craftsmanship in terms of bringing entire sequences to life, like the the whole basement sequence in this film is it's a long sequence yet it's riveting from start to finish. And it's not even like it's not even like um like flashy stylistically like you would expect out of like a like a like most Tarantino films. It's a very like for the most part really kind of subdued scene um that kind of just slowly and slowly escalates into something huge and uh i mean everything about it is so fucking good the pacing the acting the character writing the dialogue um just the overall like even just I even mean, beyond that scene this film is just an absolute blast from start to finish um i love everything about it i mean it's like a, i think it's like two hours and a half but it just flies the fuck by christoph Waltz is amazing that opening scene in this film i really can't get enough of it it is beautifully done in every way um and it's amazingly shot too. Uh yeah. the, there's a shot in that opening scene when uh Shoshana is like running away and you kind of get uh you see that door frame like in the darkness as a uh, uh Christoph Waltz character slowly walks out and he's uh just like the way that his character comes in and walks out that door like the framing of that, the lighting of that, the the suggestions of that, I think it's just like so so fucking fantastic. I yeah, fantastic opening scene. Honestly, one of my favorite opening scenes of all time. Um, and yeah, I mean, this film is filled with so many memorable moments that I can't get enough of. Um, it's the film that I mean, I've seen this film like at least eight or nine times now, and it just gets better every every time. So yeah, um, I love it to death Inglorious Glorious Bastards. What can I say? Um to me, this is it's to me that's that's Quentin Tarantino at his best. I I I think that and Glorious Bastards is actually a better film than Pulp Fiction, even though I think Pulp Fiction is also fantastic. But yeah.
0: Yeah, is it I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's fantastic.
0: I'm just memeing from last episode.
1: No, they're both I mean they're both great to me. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kidding, I'm kidding. Um, but I think Glorious Bastards is like undisputedly one of his you could say *Pulp Fiction*, but I think you have to say it's like in his top three films he's ever made. Um,
1: I think in my ranking, I have it at
2: four. So. It's not among my favorites personally, but it um, is like among
1: yeah, his it's, best. It's like at number four for me. But that's very Based. like damn, it's kind of low like my
4: always. number.
0: It's my number two, I think. Uh, after I don't want to say what my number one is, but um, yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm> amazing. <laughs> I'll get so much hate for it. No, you, know, you but,
1: have to. Yeah. You already put it on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I set it up. Uh, I, I already my know number one is. is... What is it? Jackie Brown. Yeah, I've said it. You know, and People know. Oh, Please. I've never seen
1: Jackie Brown. That's one of the... Jackie Brown's uh, it's my number great, one. There are there a, are a couple movie. I've never seen. That's one of them. So I'm yeah. excited. I love Jackie Brown.
0: I've caught a lot of shit from hardcore Tarantino fans when I say that's my favorite. Fuck em. But fuck them all. Fuck you know? <laughs> no, but Inglourious like- Bastards, though, is perfect film like on a technical level on a screenwriting level acting level like it's it's shooting on all cylinders so i i would pick it myself too you know it's it's amazing and like shoshana is like one of my favorite characters she's ever written because like she's such a badass like her arc from like Mm -hmm. you know distressed jew under a floorboards and she turns into like a owns a theater and just kills all the nazis the high nazi high command it's like it's like Quentin Tarantino, you know, like it's his dream character. It's if you think a,
1: about one it. of his most like satisfying films. Yeah, like yeah, you watch it, you're like, oh, that's just what I needed. Thank you. There's yeah. not like <laughs> a
0: flaw I could really pick apart with Glorious Bastards* like at all. Like it's it's damn near perfect. But yeah, what would, would you switch out if if you want to reveal that?
3: Oh, before. um, actually, let me grab the. Where you put the... it in? Oh yeah, hold on one second. You can wait for your honorable mentions. Up to you. No, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Um, so, are oh, you <gasps> motherfucker? The I one see that I what <laughs> are you doing? Are fucking mean? this up? <laughs> Someone else is gonna have it. It's all right. It's dude. Are, are you fucking are this up? Uh,
4: <laughs> That's just dude,
3: like my opinion. Number five, I had I had Dogville at number five. Um but I feel confident that this will make the top ten, regardless of it not being in my top five. So. Um, I don't know I, I don't love know. this film a lot I think
0: no, some yeah. other Lars von Trier movie Might butt up against it but...
3: Perhaps But yeah, yeah, the yeah idiot, Lars, idiot has it. This This is Tied at my number one As my favorite Lars von Trier film I love it to death It's really really fucking great um, it is. But I had to put in Glorious Bastards I have much more time with that film and I do think that I just like it slightly more than Dogville, um, so I just kind of had to do it. But I mean, I fucking love Dogville. The Dead. Everybody that knows me knows that I'm absolutely in love with it.
1: I it's, do love Dogville. Like I think it's like neck and neck for me for Lars Von Trier's. Mm. Like my favorite. It was my favorite but movie of all time for like a,
2: a couple years.
0: Wow. Yeah. It was never honestly. It was never my favorite. I love it to death. But it's like. Anyway, it, it it deserves to be in the list, nonetheless. Yeah. It's a middle. Yeah, I guess there's,
1: there's a difference between like his best and my favorite. For
0: yeah, him. yeah. Which is yeah. Every, I've, everyone I've talked to is a different favorite von Schreer almost. So mm-hmm. you know. But um, I also I'm glad we have Inglorious Bastards on there because it will rectify not putting Pulp Fiction on the '90s list. So we're we're good. We're good with the Tarantino nuts out there. I feel like now you're welcome,
1: so. haters.
0: <laughs> fucking, fucking dweebs out there.
1: You fucking uh, I, had fr-
0: I had some friends in real life even come up to me and get mad at me for that
1: it was, <laughs> it was insane i
0: mean um <laughs> i've to catching shit all the time uh okay it's hard out here it's hard out here in these streets
1: mm-hmm. uh i think brother <laughs> Co- cooper
0: said that in liquor's pizza <laughs> um, oh. anyway sorry it's my, no- my number five i'll do my next um uh i i kind of switched this out too at a certain point but um it's it's probably my second favorite kind of what Kalen was saying it's like one of my favorite movies of all time but like to be objective i didn't put it super high i just had to mention it but uh it's punch drunk love by paul thomas anderson which is just a movie I absolutely adore i don't remember if i talked about this on the comfort movies episode or what i feel like i've talked about it recently um but it's it's to me it's like i've gone through so many waves with pta where certain movies have been you know gone in and out as my favorites but punch drunk love is like always teetering with boogie nights is like i think not his masterpiece just my personal favorite i think we're going to get to his masterpiece later in this episode um but punch drunk love it's such a refreshing sort of detour for PTA in my opinion, because like coming off of two really grandiose and like very emotionally draining films. um, It was such a great, just like heartfelt detour, I think for him and like to work with Adam Sandler and kind of change his trajectory too. I think was outstanding. And this movie, I think is just lovely and just such a great love letter to like finding love in the world. And also like, an amazing take on like social anxiety and and like kind of trauma dealing and stuff like that. Um and I think th- this movie is kind of like really cosmic to me. Like it reaches like certain feelings I have about like my personal like issues and stuff not to get too serious. I like this movie kind of like articulates them in really profound ways to me. and like I I feel like I've heard other people say that these this movies really helped them in their lives. and I think that's really great. Cause like it's such it feels like kind of a, a love letter to lonely people, which you know, like let's be real, a lot of us well, are. Yeah. So, um, but aside from this, you know, that I just think it's like a perfectly realized movie. I think it's PTA's like kind of springboard to more artistic, uh, films later in his career. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack by John Bryan is like, yeah, fucking incredible and so like, it's 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 it feels like a character like looming over yep. Adam Sandler's character the whole time. Um, the colors in this movie are immaculate the like kind of like mirroring like i don't know if you guys ever noticed but it's like superman sort of colors and like deliberately pta was like making his own version of like a, a his own like superhero movie in a way um kind of like a parody of like that s- sort of structure and he's like f- you know but it's more like finding love and c- overcoming your demons rather than you know like a superman Im- himself so i think that's really deep and profound and and yeah man, I, this is one of my favorite movies so I had to I had to throw it on. Emily Watson is a queen. I love her. She's so yes. good at this. Philip Seymour Hoffman, her. one of the greatest Phil Hoffman performances where he's barely on screen. Um
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so good.
0: Just absolutely incredible. Um this is it's a movie I could literally throw on whenever and it's uh I just gotten better with age like it ages like such a fine like the finest wine you could imagine and uh yeah my favorite PTA and uh, I, I hope y'all love it as much as I do because it's, it's one of I my do. favorite movies.
2: I definitely do. Great. It's very personal to me. I, I hate to, uh Well, since I'm already starting, um, that oh, yeah. movie was like a big movie between me and my, um, and my ex that was like our movie, but I'm not going to let, you know, the falling out ruin that for me. It's too much of a great fucking film for me to okay. just be like, Oh, too many bad memories associated now. Like, I
0: still love yeah. it to death. I'm glad you yeah, I'm glad you could look past that. Yeah. That's great.
3: Yeah. I'm really glad you also brought up the uh, score, Jake, because the score of the film is so fucking great. Like not only is it just like so unique sounding, but the way that like PTA incorporates that into the film and makes yeah. it feel like its own personality. Like it, it really makes a film stand out like as its own personality because of that score. Yes. Um it's a character of its own, like you said, and it's just it's so different and just uh it just fits really well oddly um I can see it like for a lot of like like casual viewers they could probably probably think it's like really off-putting and weird um but I don't know like even for me honestly like when I first watched Punch Drunk Love like I wasn't the biggest fan of it and even though I appreciated the score I was like I don't know it's kind of off here and there but um after watching it again and again like I just now, I'm just absolutely in love with the way the score is using the film. I think it's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm.
0: And the Shelly Duvall needle drop is, like, uh, one of the best. Oh, like, yeah. From Popeye, if he needs me. Oh, yeah. Um, so I good.
2: love that. Yeah, I, l- I listen to that, like, on my fucking Spotify or whatever.
0: Same here. Same here. But, like, the shot of them, like, kind of... It's the cover of the film, actually. Uh, Dude, that shot makes me cry. It literally makes me cry. Yeah.
2: This
0: one. It's, like... the. That, that and that end when they kiss for the first time and like when the cat camera sort of dollies in when she like yeah. grabs him from behind, it's like yeah. a fucking loser I fucking lose like it every time. Yeah, this is so scene, beautiful.
3: The scene where they like come together and you, you only kind of see their like silhouette. Yeah, and then the background is like the actual like color palette of the film somehow. Mm-hmm. Um oh my it's God. just so fucking good. Like it's God. just that is like so P- emotional. That's S-tier filmmaking right yeah. there.
0: I'm like tearing yeah, up thinking sure. about that moment. Yeah. And it's like it, it 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 comes after one of the funniest moments in the movie when he's like screaming at his sister on the phone. I love yeah, that, that, that moment. I I love that. It's like so cathartic, but also like Sandler freaking out is always like it's Just an impulse. Yeah. Give me a
1: fucking number, I'll fucking kill you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> You know what always gets me in that movie too is when he's like testing out the products for the clients. And he fucking oh, breaks yeah, the breaks plunger. It. <laughs> it's like that's a test one. We weren't supposed to use that. Like he doesn't even like hesitate. He's like so used to being like a people pleaser. It's just such a. He's so good. Like that's my favorite all time. P- uh, Adam Sandler performance. I think you know. After, I think
1: it's I, mine too. I even more than Cut uh, Gems. I think. Yeah, I
0: was about to say it's like so close, but.
1: I mean, I, I hate to put the two against each other, but no, I yeah, guess yeah. if I had to
2: i would say uncle gems personally i mean yeah. i think so too. they're both great
0: they're incomparable but yeah. they're I both amazing
1: yeah. yeah
0: no we're all wrong it's actually billy madison so
1: <laughs> yeah we're all fucking this up. we're all it's
2: actually all grown-ups too. Dude, are you, too dude are you fucking?
1: actually up? ridiculous six
0: uh, ridiculous the uh, <laughs> do-over
3: is a classic that's one um, adam sandler masterpiece i have not seen yet <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so that's that's the first of probably one of two PTA movies that will be on this list. Spoiler alert! But uh, Blair, do you want to go next?
2: Uh, I guess I had. Now I'm checking. Yeah, will uh, the no. next. <laughs> um. So mine is, is "Old Boy" by Park Chan-wook. Um, Park Chan-wook has become one of my fucking new favorite directors, especially after watching decision to leave. Like I thought that was amazing too. And it made me realize like every movie I've seen from this director, I just love so much. And Handmaiden used to be like um my undisputed favorite. Like it was I've always loved Old Boy, but Handmaiden was like always unbeatable. Um, um but but after rewatching Old Boy last time, I was like, God, this is even better than what I remember. Like Uh, I already thought it was incredible, but, like, it it has one of the best, um, like, film setups, in my opinion, and also one of the best third acts that I can fucking think of, not to mention the main performance by, I get his name um, mixed up, Choi Min-Shik, I think, hopefully. yeah. He, to me, that is one of the best performances on film, in my opinion. Um, He's so visceral, so deranged and just gives it his all that is truly like a performance of a lifetime. Um, and obviously Park's, uh, directing is so stylistic. Like he's incredibly known for being a hyper stylistic director and that film is just like completely, um, it really sets itself apart from being like, unlike anything else, in my opinion. Um, and obviously, I'm not going to mention the the uh, twists and turns the plot makes. In case you haven't seen it, but it fucking stuck with me. Like it's it really gut punches you once you get to some shit in like the third act. Um, yeah, I uh, the, this film to me is like a riveting start to finish, and I I'd be surprised if like you know there there's people like you kino lords out there who don't at least like this movie because, I I really think it's brilliant. Um, I'm I'm curious to to know if you guys like it uh, just as much as me because yeah, I fucking love this movie.
0: I do. You know that's that the old boy. I, I saw that movie the, for the I, like I was like 15 when I saw that movie. It was back in the IMDb top 250 days when I was like going down that list and like that movie was always really high up. But that's like that's like that's a movie that blew my fucking head open. Like to watch like foreign movies that was like the one that kind of got me and it's aside from that it's like a must just incredible incredible like visceral like you were saying like one of a kind tonality and just literally the third act like i've never been more like awestruck and like stunned yes. by a third act in my life I like
1: completely i completely agree the, whole, the first time you watched that yeah
0: is... i literally like i was like in a permanent <laughs> it's state. just
1: like you're just sitting there like
0: yeah <laughs> like what it it makes you kind of lose <laughs> faith. That, yeah, like, what is life anymore? Sort of feeling. Um, but you're right. Like, the, end the performance. Shot is just, oh my.
1: God. Yeah,
2: the end shot is so fucking haunting. Like it's there's no words being said. It's all like yeah. visual storytelling. But I'm like, oh my god, oh. it's like it's
0: so fucked up and so
1: like tragic. How, I, how yeah. am I supposed to feel oh. about this? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> god, it's like. Park Chan walk is we, we all rave about him, but like he's, he's he is legit like one of the greatest working filmmakers um, bar none like he's never made a film I that I haven't so. been totally I, decision to leave was a little mixed for I, I think that movies incredible, but I loved it. I love it. Me so much.
1: too. I love it. I, it's a <laughs> yeah, I yes. know. We got their
2: detractors. So okay, <laughs> but,
0: even like people that think that movie's eye, right, like that movie, like on a technical level, like the editing in that. Oh movie yeah, like,
1: that's yeah. editing, like at its very best. Well, it's like like that movie is...
0: he's so like, he's like w- when I watch a movie like that, it's like I'm like I it's, I can't even try to. Filmmakers shouldn't even try to make a movie like no, that just perfectly constructed. Yeah. <laughs> <Just quit.
4: laughs>
0: Especially Old Boy, though, and The Handmaiden
3: are like two like, of my favorite oh, yeah. movies yeah. ever.
2: Handmaid's yeah, yeah Handmaiden, one of my favorite all times, too. So, so. good. Yeah.
3: The Handmaiden I, is my favorite Park Champ book for sure. I That's like it. mine, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, old Boy is like really close, though. Yeah, I do um, love Old Boy. Like, uh, you're, I, I never thought about it till now, but like, that is actually one of the best performances ever. Um, yeah, he's like, so
2: great. Know, Toyman Shik,
0: like it's the guy from I Saw the Devil, right? Yep.
2: Yeah, he's the villain from I Saw the Devil. Yeah, he's
0: fucking crazy. Um, also, just
2: gives it his all in that movie. He's a movie. very, you know, ugh, great actor. Incredible. Who
1: the, like who plays the villain in that movie? Because he's awesome. Also.
0: Yeah,
2: I know who you're talking about. I don't know the actor's name, unfortunately, but he's his great. Performance yeah. is just
1: like
0: oh. Yogi Tie. Uh, he was in the house that Jack built, apparently. Oh, really? What? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> When <laughs> I, I don't know where maybe Must he was in him. he was in the house maybe he was
4: part of the house
1: he was in the, <laughs> was uh, the shingles no. <laughs> spoiler alert
2: uh, he was the fucking he was the jack the that jack
1: held
0: <laughs> he was the the, the house that <laughs>
1: he was the first one <laughs> to the house oh <laughs>
0: uh, that's an amazing pick um I
1: yes yeah. is it for like sure.
0: bringing back and by the way that movie is gonna have a re-release in theaters in august so I'm so excited oh, everyone, better so go, so everyone better go everyone better go see that yeah. Oh, yeah yeah um is there gonna be a Blair? do you know if there's gonna be like a release like physical media for that I have to time.
2: believe that it actually is going to get released by Criterion cuz it's literally getting The Memories of Murder uh, treatment exactly. and Neon has a deal with uh with Criterion like Neon uh Criterion releases a lot of Neon films. God damn.
0: It's yeah. going to be a bloodbath yeah. at Bards and Nobles to get that blue
1: Absolutely. <laughs> a bloodbath. Yeah. I it's going to be Venom 2 so like there so cuz not. It's just going to be Pain Raven it out. <laughs> and you guys are going to have to have a <laughs> <One problem>. call. <cup. laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Um, anyhow I just love Park Chan walk whenever someone brings him up I just like Damn I man. go on the rants about how much I love Me have you guys too. seen uh sympathy for Mr. Vengeance the Vengeance trilogy I think it's like the first movie. I've seen I've seen Lady
3: Vengeance Lady Vengeance, Lady Vengeance.
0: yeah that's a great no, one too Mr. Vengeance. his first that movie's so gnarly like it is so deranged in the best way I highly recommend it uh um, okay but yeah, we we stand him hard in this podcast. We uh, back around to Kalen, what's right. your number four film?
1: We got in the mood for love.
3: Ooh, yes,
1: that's and a goodie. Mood. That's a that's a How goodie. Mood this is this is just a, a whole mood. Like the vibes <laughs> in this are immaculate. Like I really wish that I could live in like the Juan Car Wai universe because it's. It's me like too. Too, it's really too cool for me, though. So I'm I shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> but the story is like like involves this connection between these two people, and it's told in like such an understated way, but in a way that I think is really powerful. Um, and it explores like that like longing and like um like the little moments and like what ifs between these two people that are like um very drawn to each other. And I think the way it explores that is just awesome. Like this movie is so masterfully crafted in like every single aspect. Um, The cinematography is beautiful. Um, Like every scene is like, like framed to perfection. Like it's fucking beautiful. Um, The score in this is great too. Um, And I love the incorporation of like the music in this. Um, It's like so haunting, like, like paired with like the scenes of um like them individually and with his like low frame rate that he does, it like mm-hmm. really makes you feel that like inner turmoil that they're feeling. Um and I just think it's so impactful. This movie affects me so much. Um, and it just cuts so deep. Um this is the one on my list that I've only seen once. Um, mm-hmm. and it's been over a year ago, so it's like the least fresh in my mind. So I'm sure like you guys could probably speak more eloquently about it than I could, but I love it so much. I think it's an incredible movie.
4: I agree. Two
1: top
2: tier performances by Maggie Chung and Tony. Long.
0: Tony Long. Amazing. That movie is just so controlled in every aspect, like emotionally, like I've never been so emotionally like drawn in to a love story like that. I mean, it's so obvious to say, but like, it's so lavish and like perfectly constructed, like and the, how the the timeline is so like meticulous and all over the place. My God, it's like that movie. Like I, I hate using the phrase cinema, but like it is such pure cinema. And it's like it's
4: mm-hmm.
0: at is like you know purest form. And yeah, the music. Oh my God, it's it's just eye candy and ear can- and like it's it will go straight to your heart. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love the way that same song is played over and over again. Um mm-hmm. the char- as as it shoots the characters in slow motion. Um like each time that you that you see that song being used, it has a certain context, like in the situation for the characters and story. Yeah. And it um it's just really powerful and just like really great stylistic filmmaking.
0: Mark well, Car it Why is so good at repetition, like kind of recontextualizing what things mean. Cause like in Chuck and express, it has like California dream in play like over and over and over <laughs> again. And how love that. it takes yes. on.
1: Yeah, I, lo-
0: I love that film. Um, I would like, are brown. yeah, the leaves, are brown. <laughs> <All> the leaves <laughs> are brown. All the leaves are brown. All the leaves <laughs> are brown. The way it takes on a new meaning is like their love story sort of progresses and like their lives alter and stuff. It gets like so breathtaking. And he's, he's a master. There's no doubt about it. He's a master.
3: I saw it in uh uh thirty-five millimeter, and apparently my theater thought it was like a comedy or something. Uh, I was about to <laughs> I just wanted to make that joke because I, I remember you brought that up. <laughs> they were laughing like to so much of it, I was like, it's not even a f- what, like what the fuck? <laughs> it's just That's stuff. like one of the
0: least What's funny like- movies I could think of. Like actually like
3: in a good like way. Every, like everything that everything that was like slight chuckle worthy, they treated it like it was a fucking gut busting like piece of comedy. I was like, what the fuck?
1: I really have no idea anything about that movie <laughs> that would make me laugh out loud. No, I, I can't of think of anything. Like, nothing. There might be some like parts of it that are like lighthearted, but like yeah.
3: whimsical a little
0: bit.
1: Not a not a ha ha laugh. Yeah. Movie. No, 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 yeah. no.
3: <laughs> it's a shame because, no. like, once the film was over, like in the theater, I didn't, f- I didn't feel anything emotionally. I'm like, why am I not feeling anything this time? And <laughs> like, I think it's just because the fucking audience is kept that taking me yucking
1: out. it up in there.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, half like, its time, you're probably just like shut the fuck up in your head.
3: Because the first time I watched it, like I was like in tears. I was it really like just broke me. And in theaters, I was like didn't feel anything. I was like, this is a shame. <laughs> Whatever. This is yeah i mean i already know i already talked about this before in a podcast but if since you brought it up i mean i had i had to bring it up again so <laughs> some people know the, but, the weird thing
2: about in, oh, i'm sorry no i'm done the The weird thing about in the mood for love is like um i've mentioned before uh i don't know if i did it on the podcast but um i love one car why all of his fucking movies i i adore um and I, I think in the mood for love is like amazing. But for some reason, when I watched at the time, maybe I just wasn't in the mood because I wasn't in the mood for love. You were in the <laughs> mood, <laughs> but God. but I just did. I didn't like <laughs> connect all that emotionally. Like, I, and I don't even feel like I retained all that much. Not because it's bad, or definitely not. Um, I just I don't know. Mm. I I don't recall. I don't remember like a lot about the movie, and um, it like if i was gonna go from like enjoyments so like i
0: no technically yeah.
2: like i've enjoyed all of his movies besides this one like i know more. what you're
0: saying yeah it's like it's like his most abstract kind of distance you know you really have to like it really has to capture you at a certain time i think it is accessible but like right. i know i know i, I i've watched it if re it and like didn't get as you know awestruck by it at certain points but i think so it's just like i understand that. yeah
2: but I watched a uh, Happy Together recently, and that movie like broke me. I, I adore was, that film. I yeah. was sobbing at the end of that movie. Honestly, nope.
0: that's just an underrated Wong Kar Wai movie. I mean, as underrated as it could be, you know, for because all of his movies are celebrated, but that movie's so that 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 hit me a lot too. That film at the time, it's it's so good.
4: Yeah, I agree.
0: Tony Long, baby, um, he's a teen. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Okay. We're in the mood for love, uh, is your number four. So, Carlos, what's your number four?
3: All right, my number four is a little film called Ita mama. Tambien from Alfonso Cuaron. Shout out to Mike. Um,
4: yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, I know he loves this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, this film just means so much to me. And honestly, it's been such a long time since I've rewatched it, it's been at least like five plus years since I've seen it again. But this film really hits close to home. And it uh, it affects me in a way that not a lot of films do. Um, it just captures this seriously deep feeling of uh, melancholy. Um, especially like with the way that it ends. It just feels so... In one way, it feels very life-affirming. And then in another way, it feels very depressing. <laughs> um, and it's just a very telling and nuanced exploration of friendship, of uh, romance, of sexuality, of um, young adulthood. And um, it's just a really, really fantastic film um, that feels very human. And it's very culturally specific too. I'm me being half Mexican and my dad being from the city, it, there's so there's so much of it like in terms of the culture that I grew up with here that it resonated a lot because it's captured incredibly accurately in my opinion um just the way that people talk the slang that's used um it all just feels so like at, like you could tell that somebody that is that was close to this culture made it and um yeah it's just a it's just a Fantastic film all around. Um really great performances. Um the main actress that's in this film, I can't remember her by her name. Oh, Maribel Maribel Verdu. Yes. Um she's really, really great in this film. Um uh Gael Garcia and um Diego Luna. Yeah, die- yeah, Diego Luna. Everybody in this film. I mean, really, really great. And they were really young when they made this. And they were, I mean, they fucking knocked it out of the park. Um, really, really great performances, and um, just full of just incredible scenes that really stick with you. Um, and and the direction overall is fantastic. I mean, it feels very raw and authentic. Um, a lot of those uh like long take scenes that um don't feel flashy at all. It all feels very purposeful and immersive and um yeah um I just I just really really love it um the way it makes me feel again is unlike most movies that I'll ever see and um it just really it just it hits really close to home and the filmmaking is fantastic so that's why it's not my number four so love it
1: yeah Uh that long take scene like at the bar like with the oh my like ju- yeah. that's
0: like ugh, wow. Where yeah. they dance together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
3: And then she like breaks a fourth wall for a second. <laughs>
0: so
1: <Yeah>. good.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That seems yeah, incredible. Also I, just
1: hot, hot, hot
3: Oh yeah.
0: It's a sexy steamy. movie. Yeah. It's a steamy, this, sexy this movie. movie.
3: yeah. I love it.
0: Uh I wanna shout out Mike again though, because he I blonde bought this movie just because like he was ranting about it to me one time and I was like I ha- cuz I hadn't seen it until semi recently like a year ago um I always call Cor- Alfonso Cuarón um kind of like the master of fly on the wall like filmmaking um cuz his movies feel so observational yeah. and sort of like like really rich worlds that he constructs and like the the way he shoots stuff like feels you know you're you're fly on the wall and this movie is like his most like intimate sort of like almost like like feels like the most lived in world he's ever made. So like it's really a special film. And quick shout out to Children of Men. Like that was a high yep. honorable mention for me. That that's that's a, a movie that I Same. love dearly. Um that's my favorite quad on personally. Me too. Yeah. That's my favorite. And that was tough not to put in the top five, but uh at Same. least we got one of his films because he's such a master uh director. What's he doing now? Like does he have a film in the work? Do you know? I think he no idea.
3: I think he it does have a film of the works. I don't know if it's a film or it was like a weird like mini series oh, or something. Yeah,
0: He has a mini series, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of disappointing, but still something from quarter Could but be cool. Could be cool.
4: I <laughs> don't know. Don't do
0: <laughs> Um prisoner of Azkaban, also a banger. Um, oh yes.
1: <laughs> certified he's, banger.
0: He's such a god, he's yeah, he's such a Visual master. Like, I even love
3: Gravity. I don't give a shit anybody
1: says. Me too. I'm a Gravity's big Gravity great. apologist. Uh, I have, yes, uh, Team Gravity. I've, I've,
0: I've not go, seen yeah. it since theaters, which is like a decade ago at this point. But I remember it was like really good.
1: I didn't even watch yeah. it in theaters. I rented it in really in my apartment at the time, and it Damn. just captivated me so much. It was. the Thebesky yeah, man, incredible! I loved it.
3: I watched it in 3D when it came out in theaters. So oh, it was so fucking good. Me too. I <laughs> yeah. bet
1: the 3D was awesome. <laughs>
3: yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like asteroids and pieces of fucking like space. Like, oh shit! These stars, get out of
0: yeah. here! <laughs> yeah, you feel like yeah. I was gonna say, shrapnel coming at you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> cool,
0: Quarron, the master. Yes. Um, okay, it's a great. No- God, this list is gonna be fucking stacked. I keep looking at it. Like, I love all yeah. these movies. So, it's gonna be tough. Yep. um My next movie, I I know, is not going to make the list for a fact because I know a lot of you guys haven't seen it, but it's a movie that just really means a lot to me Um, and something that I think is underrated in in today's culture. But uh, it's Ang Lee's movie, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which um, in its day was a very big film, like a kind of a cultural phenomenon, kind of like bringing Hong Kong cinema to the mainstream in America. Um, And I always respected it, but for some reason, last time... I went with a friend to see the re-release of the anniversary film that was played at like a Fathom event thing and this movie just like fucking wrecked me like in every way like it's really known for its choreography and its action but like at its core it's such like an amazing coming of age story for what I like, am going to try to butcher her name Zhang Ziyi Zhang Ziyi um um, just like her journey as a character. Um, I know you guys haven't seen this, so I'll keep it short. I don't want to like gush about a movie that's like um criminally underseen in my opinion, but like her journey and Michelle Yo and Chao Young Fat's like budding romance, like it's such an incredible like character film on top of like such a luscious like tapestry of action and like scenery and kind of war-torn China at the time, like as a period piece, like it's just God, I I just I wish more people would re re rewatch it because like it's so it's just so luscious and beautiful and like heartfelt and like funny. And it's like it's it's a movie that you wouldn't think would be like hit all the emotions like possible. But like it really just hit me on every level. And Ang Lee obviously has gone down a bad path the past like decade. Um, (laughs) If you look at his filmography, even post this movie, it's a little questionable. But if you look at like The Ice Storm, if you look at um, Brokeback Mountain, of course, and uh, Crouching Tiger, like he was a very uh, accomplished director and a really diverse filmmaker, and I've really come to respect his work. And Crouching Tiger is just like, I, I was like an otherworldly experience when I watched that in the theaters, and it like shot up to like top 20 favorite movies of all time for me. Um, and it does have mainstream appeal. It stars like Michelle Yeoh, and, like really famous actors, but... I feel like he's pulling from people like Wonkar Y and Kurosawa and like all these masters. Like it feels like, you know, this po- postmodern generation of filmmakers like Tarantino, PTA, you know, they all pull from the masters. And like this movie felt like the best, one of the best versions of that I've ever seen. Um, and uh, Michelle Yeoh, like one of the best, you know, how could you not? So I just want to implore people to rewatch that movie. Um, that's kind of why I picked it. Uh, but yeah, that's. I've- I've have actually guys, never seen it. Have you guys any of you guys seen that movie?
3: No, I haven't.
1: Mm-hmm. No, no, it's I it's one of those that's like embarrassing that I haven't seen, honestly. Yeah, same. It's, it's so like well regarded.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it has I, the uh it has the lady from uh um Rush Hour 2, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like, yeah,
3: <laughs> she like it's
0: one of the best performances, like underrated performances like of all time. Yeah, like, she's she is- also
3: in a, um Memoirs of a geisha, right? Memoirs of a like geisha, ma- yeah. Yeah, she's
0: exactly She's
3: a really, really great actress.
0: She's great, yeah. And uh, Michelle Yeoh is obviously great. Like, yeah, give this movie a watch if you guys ever are inclined to. It is is such a rewarding experience every time I've rewatched it. And, um, yeah, so that's that's my number four. Uh, just wanted to give it as a recommendation piss.
4: Oh, yeah. All right.
0: Um, But Blair, you are next with your number four. What's your number four?
2: All right, my number four is. I'm kind of continuing the trend of kind of bleak movies. I'm gonna go with four months, three weeks, two days. Yes, by Christian Munju, Munja, Munji,
3: Munja, Munji, Munji, Munji. (laughs)
2: Munja, Munja. No, uh, man, this came out at a incredibly stacked year that i'm sure we'll hear from again 2007 um right i yeah to be honest to me this is like easily one of the best films of of the decade at least um i i adore movies that give me fucking anxiety out the ass to put it bluntly um and obviously not only more than that this movie is like dealing with a very important topic that uh that is like pretty fucking relevant now more than ever with roe v ray you know being overturned and um totally no yeah i think uh, i i really love the director for making this movie um because he tells it in such a really like a matter of fact um honest way like um you know this is a This is a subject that, like, any uh, director can just, like, come at and kind of just be, like, preachy, even though it's, like, an important message. Like, I I like that it's not, like, so ham-fisted in terms of, like, characters saying, like, oh, this wrong. It's just, you're you're following these two characters that are put in this situation of um, the main character's friend trying to get and an abortion and how she has to like tiptoe and um and and go through these like shady dealings basically uh just just to have it done because that's like the important thing is like that even though abortions can be outlawed uh women are always going to like seek abortions because um you know or their quality of life is just really destroyed and it's always better to have uh safe uh, safe abortions rather than like um this like black market as we see in the movie, and the whole process is just completely like anxiety inducing, fucking nightmare uh, fuel.
1: Oh my god, yeah,
2: yeah, like um that. Uh, I think Ooh. one of my favorite scenes, if not my favorite scene, is literally just the scene where the main character is sitting at this dinner table with her significant yeah. other, yeah. and they're just having the the people around her just having this conversation like like everything's you know normal meanwhile like the character you're just uh thinking about what she's thinking and it's just like a fucking hell like like hell in their fucking mind and just mm-hmm. completely in despair basically um i'm rambling because it's fucking late but uh no this this film is like top tier filmmaking honestly and uh i should mention that the two main actresses are like Incredible as well. They're very like reserved in a way. It's it feels very real this film. It's not it's not like theatrical at all. It's very like reminiscent of like a Abbas Kiristami or Mm. Mikhail Hanukkah kind of kind of film. Yeah. And in in a way, but not not to say they're just carbon copies of each other, you know. Um yeah. Incredible film. Uh I wouldn't, you know, what do you guys think think about the movie?
1: Masterpiece. It's
0: so great. Yeah. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 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 I love it. Also,
2: one last thing. Shout out to Eugene because I recommended him this film earlier this uh, month and he loved it and he was pretty excited to hear me bring it up on the podcast. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah, I love that film so much, dude. It's just like, I mean I watched it only because I was trying to prep myself to make a uh uh traumatizing films list so I thought it was just going to be like <laughs> this like shock value kind of movie like I really didn't expect to witness such a like beautifully crafted um like artful and haunting piece of filmmaking um it's uh really like uh, I was really shocked at 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 the level of craftsmanship that I was seeing. Um, mm-hmm. it just, it's just such a raw and authentic piece of filmmaking. Like you said, it just feels so everything about it feels so fucking real. Um, and like, you know, there's a style to it too. It's not like, it's not like, uh, a, uh, Michael Haneke style or anything like that because they all have their own styles, but he just, he's able to capture it in a very authentic feel in his own way that, um, I just really really admired and yeah I think a film like this is super important right now uh yeah. considering the the social climate but um like it never felt like it was trying to shove like a like this like pro choice message down your throat it felt very Fair about the way it was demonstrating everything like it felt yeah. like it was just demonstrating reality for what it was it didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was in bad faith it felt very well-rounded um yeah. because even with the um even with the uh woman character that is trying to get an abortion even her character like she's not made out to be like a saint either um right you know, you know her it's, friend she-
2: chastises her in some scenes yeah yeah
3: like it's she's made out to be a pretty irresponsible person in a lot of ways um so i just like the way that this film was able to explore the reality in a very complex way that pretty much anybody can watch it and um you know get something out of it without feeling like it's trying to cram something down your throat which i think i really really respect out of it
0: absolutely so good you know what part of I think his filmmaking is so effective too cuz like he really utilizes like really 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 long takes and really well orchestrated yep. yeah. character moments and like you feel like you're watching them in real time so they kind of like in my mind they like I'm watching real people like I'm watching human beings like stripped away from all the bullshit and like just dealing with something you know really important and like you said like the, it's not politically driven it's just like you're literally just You're stripped away watching like them go through this process that's like really unjust and really unfair and seedy um he's such an underrated masterful director like everything i've seen from him is like just got so emotionally resonant and so like boundary pushing on like a technical level um i talked about his new film rmn but that movie is like really really damn good um i cannot wait to
3: watch that film dude
0: yeah again like you were saying about like when you and Blair were saying are like so culturally, like he's always cultural, like hitting the zeitgeist, like so perfectly, but not like hitting you over the head with it. Um, not to spoil our men, but it's it's very timely, I will say. I I I Tell Bill <laughs> to call in real quick and he could talk about like the bench warmers or something.
4: Oh, Jesus, oh, no, we no. just
2: watched that, it was so good. <laughs>
4: Oh man, I, I love watching the best. No,
2: it was not. It was amazing. I was no, my four, but I had a great time.
0: That's peak like brain rot cinema right there.
2: It's now a two out of ten, but it was great. Yeah, I can't it's even
0: a horror get down movie, with it, it
1: in it the brain rot.
0: The greatest character of all time is Carlos in that movie. It's just like Gus
3: Yes. Yeah. Chef's it's Chef's kiss. Oh yeah, Carlos and <laughs> the warmer. I am, I, am, I am twelve. I am twelve. He's got documentation.
0: <laughs> that scene like feels like Adam Sandler racism, you know. Like you know what's Dominican... amazing about
3: that scene is that he's a Dominican character and they're playing a Puerto Rican song.
0: Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. It's just the whole thing it feels it's
1: like they should have. Like,
0: they should have been arrested for shooting that scene. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> <On> the <spot. laughs> I'm sure deport him. Rob deport <laughs> Sch- oh, yeah. God, no. I wish
0: I wish we could get Rob Schneider deported. Goddamn.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: He's like he always plays Who's dick yeah,
1: do
2: I have to start this man
1: the board. <laughs> <laughs> throw
2: him That's into the sun. We're not recording. <laughs> That's on the
1: record. You can't deport Gus, Gus, Gus Bus.
2: Yeah, he's Gus Bus.
3: Gus bus.
2: Yeah,
3: man. Right. Uh, but but uh, I want to watch that movie, bus you know? on a bus and get it. no,
1: you don't. You fucking don't.
0: I've seen it like a thousand times already. Me too. I've seen it
1: twice. When I was a kid, like
0: Every sleepover I had, we'd watch it.
1: Yeah, same. Your sleepovers were trash.
0: They were. No, no, no debate in that. I uh, want my own midget. Here you go. <laughs> I want going a little bed too. Yeah.
3: He's <laughs> like, here you go. Just hands him a random fucking dwarf. <laughs>
0: that movie weirdly alludes to, like, all of the jock characters are, like, gay. Like, there's, like, such an undertone yeah. where they all, like, fuck at each other, like, when they're not on screen. It's just... Ugh. Cinema right there.
1: I wouldn't yeah. go that far. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a stretch to me. Yeah. No, a,
0: a, female, a female didn't like the oh. bench warriors. I'm shocked. Hot yeah. was
1: that a, is that Peak a lady cinema. thing? I don't think it's. A, oh, I think it's no, I was gonna say, like, I've oh. never
0: met any like woman who's like, I fucking love the bench. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't exist. There's no way. I've
1: never met a person that loved the benchwarmers until this chat. Strangely, <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't that. love the chat that I joined. No, we're not. It's so funny to fuck on. I love it. it.
2: I don't care. I love yeah. it. Like I just think
1: it's a good
3: movie.
0: Solid <laughs> three out of five, you know.
3: Okay. Well, <laughs> well, about time to tell Dusty Trail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right we should, we should get back well to, it's been
1: uh, fun yep
0: whatever the fuck we're doing uh Wait, where even are we the palin's up next and she she's gonna me? talk about uh the benchwarmers
1: yeah yes my favorite movie the benchwarmers
0: <laughs> what's your number three though
1: we got antichrist yes aka oh. the first criteria that i ever bought so it's very special uh love lauren's von trier we love a controversial king. <laughs> um, it's also another like disturbing movie, which, um, I have a type, I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's about like a couple that go into the woods, um, to work on their relationship and their selves. And they're like dealing with this, like grief and guilt from this, um, like tragic event that happened to them. Um, but like within that framework, it explores so many different ideas, um, of like human nature, um, and like sexuality and, um, mental health and like gender roles, uh, and like the power dynamics and relationships, um, and a bunch of other things I'm sure I'm leaving out, um, <laughs> right. but like, it, it's really like so layered, um, and it's like exploration of like ideas, um, and the movie itself is so atmospheric, um, and so like um like tension building, like the whole time it's building this like sense of dread, um, that I think makes like the payoff worth it when like shit really pops off at the end. But I Literally. actually think yes, shit pops shit off, pops off, pops off. Um, but I think like the buildup is actually like more disturbing to me than like Actually, seeing like the like disturbing shit that happens. Um, and like the lead performances in this movie are incredible. Uh, Willem Dafoe, Shreya Gainsbourg, they we gave it their know. all very fearless performances. They were willing to do like all of it. It was, <laughs> it's just like incredible. It really is. Um, this movie is like incredibly shot. It is beautiful, like especially like a lot of the shots, um, like in the forest, and a lot of like those slow motion shots. It's like it's just delicious filmmaking. It really is so good. Chaos reigns, baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, to me, this is Lars Vontrier, like at his best, personally. Yeah,
0: my opinion. I agree, it's just like
1: my opinion. but no i think this is no, him, like agree. banging on all cylinders i think this is like his most refined like filmmaking and i think uh yeah i don't know i think this is like his most like profound like messaging in this film too i i just mm. love it so much i think it's a perfect movie yep totally I'm right there with you
3: i uh again as i said earlier antichrist and dogville are my favorite Von Trier films. At this point, I really cannot pick one. Like, rarely, like, eh, usually I have the guts to just go with one, but with Lars von Trier, those two are just like neck and neck. I really cannot choose. Um. So, yeah, I fucking love Antichrist. Um. I love it so much. I love how dark it is, not only thematically, but like aesthetically speaking, there's just like a darkness to it that I just can't get enough of. Um, especially those like, really like there's a few shots in this film where you get like this really like slow motion shot of like of the woods, like this like wide shot of the woods, like really dark. The uh, color grading is really dark. And you see like this figure in the woods walking really slowly. That shit is just like fucking, oh my God, it's like surreal and it's nightmarish. And I don't know, just the way that he's able to capture shit like that telling you that's like shit that I just feel like no, no other filmmaker um at least off the top of my head like is able to capture that kind of vibe um at least like in the at least like in the um like like in this day and age he's just I don't know I just think he's such a fucking talented filmmaker and the way that he's able to explore like like anxiety especially um anxiety for sure
1: those like like there are scenes of the like the visual like depictions of anxiety in that film yep. are so visceral and yeah, it's, realistic. And, it's
3: triggering, honestly.
1: <laughs> it is, it's like it's yeah. so effective. Wow. Yeah, that's just yeah. incredible. And with the sound design too. Yeah, like
3: you incredible. get like these close-up shots of like of like the like someone's shoulder and their neck and like the sweat and like the with the sound design and like the voiceover. And like the lighting, I was just like, ugh. like yes. it's just like it's it's depicted so well that it made me like literally have a panic. attack like on the edge of having a panic attack. Yes, attack
1: it goes. is. It's so realistic. It's yeah. wild.
3: Really, really great shit, dude. It's just I really fucking love and I just love like how the film just explores the chaotic essence of nature and how that like intertwines with our human nature mm-hmm. um, and the way that we try to cope with the world around us. It's just. Man, such a fucking great movie. I really, really love it a lot.
2: I love Cock and Ball Torture. This is a great film.
4: <laughs> Cock and Ball Torture.
1: <laughs> also, like, the first scene of the whole movie I know has, like, a mixed reception, but I think it's, like, peak, you know? Yep. And it is, it's oh, very God, yeah. Lars von Trier. So, I like, I get if you're, like, not into his shit that you would, like, roll your eyes at it, but, God, I love it. I think it's, like, brings a tear to your eye it's so beautiful
3: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say I both, cry
1: every time
3: yeah uh, yeah i was gonna say like both both blair and i we both like agreed that it the, the opening scene is so fucking good that it just brings a tear to your eye like it,
2: Without it, it, fail, it is. It yeah
3: it's and it, it doesn't even make you cry because like of like the story situation even though it is sad it just makes you cry because it's just so fucking beautifully crafted
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah
3: like you just cry, and you're like, "Oh, this is art. This is just like fucking." <laughs> this is art. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I noticed somebody who probably especially hates this movie. That might sound like the most pretentious thing on earth, but no, it's true. I fucking cry without fail every time.
3: Yeah, it gives me chills and makes me cry. It's just so good. Oh man, I'm glad we all on the same page on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's been eerily silent. No, no, no. no,
4: no.
0: <laughs> I ought, to be honest, like I've only seen the movie once, so I don't mm-hmm. have like as strong of a reading, but I did I did really love it when I saw it. Um
1: watch it again. It's I will definitely watch it again. one of those that like with like multiple watches, it really let like, you like gain a lot from it.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. It was like it, it might be his like most dense movie, so it was like I needed to. I watched, I watched Carlos's video on it. I think too to help at the time. It wasn't like hard to, you know, see what he was going for. Um, I think it was just like, it was a tough watch when I saw it. So it was like I haven't gone back to it, but I probably probably should because every time I've revisited one of his movies, it kind of shot up to like a masterpiece. So
1: every time I watch it, it gets better and better. Like I, it's really perfect to me. I think it's. Yeah. Must see masterpiece.
0: The way you yes. said, like, it, it is him firing on, like, all cylinders, Von Schreer, and kind of everything mm-hmm. he's sort of been, like, interested in as a filmmaker kind of culminated in that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah. Willem's dick uh, is pretty cinematic, I must say.
1: He'd be swinging.
0: He'd be swinging. <laughs> um, you know, I was talking, actually, I was talking with a friend of mine. Um, we were going over, like, the most like tense movie moments of all time, and I I did I brought up the, when I think Charlotte Ginsburg had just uh, attacked him for lack of a better word, and then he's like kind of holed up in this like little uh, tree, like how do we call it, like a cave underneath like a bunch of dirt, in oh the middle, yeah, the woods, With the bird, um, yep. yeah, the bird, the bird scene. That's a better <laughs> way to say it. Um, and that that movie, that part straight up gave me like a panic attack and. Yeah, I always intense. like it's very yeah, like the final like when twenty shit minutes pops
1: like, off in that third act it is intense, yeah yeah
0: it is, and the reputation really uh was building up like the most fucked up thing possible, but like
1: yeah,
0: it really kind of it one of the most like deranged things I've ever seen on screen, yeah, it definitely doesn't I...
1: disappoint like it it really does go there,,
0: mm-hmm. but it's so beautiful, like you guys are saying, like the slow motion stuff and the the way he intertwines nature is so, like, it's so, God, it's breathtaking stuff.
3: In that bird scene, I think on the Criterion, there's, like, a special feature where it shows you how they filmed that. And it's just incredible what, like, what they did. No, for real? Yeah. I, I have
0: to check that, that out. That was that was very next level filmmaking, how they, I don't know how yeah. they did that.
3: Yeah. They, they filmed that, like, in a studio. They had to go to a studio and, like, construct, like a like, a type of ditch thing. And I think they got a real crow, too, like, for a lot of it, so... Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. The I mean, they was
1: harmed in the. Yeah. Movie.
3: The crow wasn't harmed or anything, but like <laughs> it was, uh, it was just interesting to see like how they had it. Like, even though they didn't like harm the crow, like Defoe had to get up like up close and personal with the crow, basically, which is really cool.
0: Willem loves getting buried. You know, you think about the lighthouse too, like all timer yeah. burial scene right there.
1: <laughs> I, he's like one of my favorite actors. I love him. Yep. So me, too. me too. He's amazing.
0: He, is. he showed up in asteroid city the other day i'm like well william's oh, the goat he's the oh. goat of course
1: no question in that
0: everyone's in it i was like that's everyone. true i have Are... looked
1: at the cast list like a little bit and it's it's just everyone you can
0: yeah but it's astounding not to go on a wes anderson rant, Wes
1: anderson do be doing that
0: <laughs> he'd be doing different he's doing it different yeah <laughs> he's so uh,
1: different that
3: uh robert altman style
0: <laughs> yeah for real yeah
1: robert altman
3: Open.
0: Robert Olman. <laughs> Anyhow, uh I think Carl, you're next right, Carlos?
3: I think so. Yes, sir. All right. So my number three, I'm going with another Mexican filmmaker. And uh um, this film was not made in Mexico, it was made in Spain, but it is called Pan's Labyrinth. Um this film is uh one of like the earliest, not the yeah, it was actually one of the earlier exposures that I had to like genuine like peak cinema. Um and I think I watched it like a year after it came out. I think I was like 14 or 13 or something like that, and it just fucking blew me away, dude. This film was just like I was not prepared at all for like what I was gonna see. And it just I just remember after watching the movie for the first time, I was just like obsessed with it. I was like, wow. I didn't know films like this really existed, um, and it's just—I mean—in every single way, it's just fucking masterful. It's—I mean—one thing that I really respect out of it is that it's really accessible. Uh, you could pretty much pop this, like, put this on with, t- like, with anybody, and they're gonna love it. Um, even somebody who's not even huge in a film, you could—you could show this movie to somebody who's only seen like one movie their whole life, and they'll fucking love this movie. <laughs> like the <bench> warmers. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> no, nope, not like uh, that at all.
3: Just like the yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um it's okay. Uh yeah, it's just it's a it's a really fucking fantastic film. It it blends fantasy storytelling with like historical drama, with family drama, with coming of age story um with the uh, fairy tale story filmmaking and everything it just feels so grand so substantive so deep so entertaining yet in some ways really frightening um it's just uh i mean it's and, and pretty much every single way i could think of it is like it is just like filmmaking at its best um body bell Verdu, who's also in uh uh, Itamama también is also in Pan's Labyrinth, and she's also really great in Pan's Labyrinth. Um,
0: so oh, I didn't even know that.
3: I
1: didn't
3: either. Yeah, she's That's the. That's awesome. Uh, she's the uh, one that plays um, the maid. Uh, I, I remember seeing. Uh, wow, uh, that Pan's blew my Labyrinth. mind.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I
3: remember seeing Pan's Labyrinth and
2: being like, "Oh shit, it's the girl from fucking también." <laughs> yep. Yeah. And
3: she kills I, it, dude. She, she is really, good yeah really, uh, yeah um even the the young uh a girl actress she's really really good in the film too um
0: she is yeah she
3: i is. mean and don't even give me st- like i mean the prop work and like the the practical effects work um just so so good um but yeah and everybody knows it's a creepy ass fucking frightening scene with the, the 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 creature with the eyeballs on its hands yeah yeah uh so good. Um, so, yeah, uh, film is just fucking masterful in every way. And it, it's uh, it's one that's really near and dear to my heart as well. Um, so, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth. Love it to death. That's why it's number three.
0: I agree with that. Everything you said, it's such a perfect film. And like, I kind of rewatched all of Guillermo's films last year. And, like, a lot of them are so similar in what he depicts, like, kind of like wartime Coming of age stories and like kind of mirroring that with like ghost stories or fantastical stuff like that. And Pan's Labyrinth is really like the best version of what he's like set out to do as a filmmaker, in my opinion. And like just visually, that movie is like rich beyond like I, I can even comprehend. Like the visuals of that movie are absolutely crazy. And there's I always remember there's a scene. I don't know if you remember. There's like a war scene in that movie on a hill. Yeah, that's just shot so viscerally, like it feels like you're watching like, I don't know, like just you're all of a sudden like one of the most visceral battle scenes I've ever seen. And it's like the movie really has everything in it. Like it's it's just such a perfectly calculated film and probably his I would say his masterpiece.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I think he said he lost like 80 pounds making the movie. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, (laughs) I could see why it's it's there on film, you know. He said he was yeah. like his heart and soul was into it like every hour of every single day for like two or three months. It was just like, you know, it's a lot.
0: Yeah, that is the film that kind of elevated him to like, you know, master status in a way. Like people looked at him differently after that came out, I think. Yeah, was like before that he was like making action movies and, you know, Hellboy and stuff. And I was like, holy shit, like. I do love The Devil's Backbone quite a bit. I think it's a really good movie, but yeah,
3: yes, I I own it. It's good.
0: It's definitely kind of like a precursor to Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it's very similar. It's like, I mean, not to like devalue the uh, Devil's Backbone, but it does feel like (laughs) it feels like Pan's Labyrinth is. I don't say the better version of that because they're still different, but it is like yeah. it's like a, it's an elevated, like, realized um, craft to it, I guess, because The Devil's Backbone, it has that kind of same element to where you have, like, real-life drama and history mixed in with, like, a fantasy-type thing going on. Um, but Pan's yeah. Labyrinth, it just, to me personally, it feels so much more complex, so much di- so much more d- uh, diverse. Yeah. Um, and overall, like, I think it, it just works better. Even, like, the frightening elements work better. Um, totally, yeah. But the Devil's Backbone is still a good movie.
0: I enjoyed it, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. Kronos too a lot. Um, but yeah, they're not they're not on the same level as Pans, you know. I, just, I he kind of like built up what to is- it in a way. What is as good as Pans, you know? Um, exactly. Yeah, it's a great pick. It's high on my honorable mentions for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Two great yeah. Mex. I'm glad we gained representation of Mexican filmmakers too on this list, you know.
4: Thank you. Yeah. Uh,
0: very nice, very nice. Um I'll I'll do my number 3 next. Uh I unfortunately I don't have a Blu-ray or DVD of it. Uh but um we we're talking about Von Trier and my favorite Von Trier movie is Dancer in the Dark. Um starring Björk and uh this was like I believe my first Von Trier film. Um that are Melancholia, I I remember but uh, I just think that movie is one of the most devastating films I've ever seen. There's like no way around it. Um, and I like, I feel like stylistically it's my favorite thing he's ever done on a personal level. Cause like, I, I think the dogma 95 kind of influence on that film is just so perfect for what he's doing. Um, tell telling a very stripped away, like version of the American dream in a way uh, the most devastating version you could possibly think of. Um, And the way that movie escalates like I've never been like fucked around like from a movie like uh, in my life and watching uh, that movie and like Bjork's performance. Uh, I know there's controversy between you know their relationship on set. You know I'm certainly never going to defend Lars von Trier as a person uh, but the the outcome of that film is just undeniable in my opinion just such a devastating portrait uh, uh, just of loss and yearning for like a better life um which is something he's always kind of portrayed in, like depression and um female repression and stuff like that like uh just has so much and the musical sequences are just absolutely gorgeous um and in a weird way i find that movie very comforting and relatable at times um and it kind of has helped me through a lot of things in my life um but please release a Blu ray soon. Of it, I need to. I need it a needs better, a good it needs release. something, so yeah. It needs anything, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my personal favorite von Trier. And I think, um, in if you were to ask me objectively, I, I do also would say it's like maybe his best film. Um, but it's like, like we said, like he has so many masterpieces, but that just happens to be
4: my my favorite, and yeah, that's really it. <laughs>
1: I love dancer in the dark it's
3: so good i think it's pretty good
1: uh i'll be talking about i mean i'll I'll
2: have a chance to bring up dance in the dark
3: <laughs> oh nice
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think that's one of our duplicates Spoiler, right there <laughs> um
1: yeah we have a couple
0: yeah i mean yeah but i'll let you talk more about it and it's hard for me to even like, it's one of those movies that's hard for me to kind of talk about, even to kind of, it's it, because it makes me feel things that are hard to like even describe, but just like every, the way that movie culminates is just like unparalleled and how emotional it makes me feel.
4: But yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, Carlos just, <laughs> he's just camera
0: just My turned bad. off.
1: Lumix. <laughs> I think I a... not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored uh, <laughs> by Lumix.
3: I think my battery is done.
1: toast is toast.
0: You to take a uh, quick breather then. Uh, place that, or yeah, give me B- give me one second. Should Blair should, should Blair start for time's sake?
3: I mean, I don't mind. I'll be here.
0: You want to? Ke- okay, Blair, You want to? Lumix. You want to keep going?
3: <laughs>
4: sure.
0: Let's just keep it going.
2: Okay. So number three right yes yeah okay so my number three is um, another film from 2007 actually no country for old men by the coen brothers uh yeah this is um hands down my favorite um coen brothers it's not even not even fucking close i'm sorry um i think this film is utterly brilliant uh probably one of my favorite um screenplays uh, ever and hands down one of my favorite performances on film um from uh, Javier Bardem playing Anton Anton Chigurh uh I I love a really great villain and not only is Anton Chigurh one of my favorite uh movie villains he's one of my favorite uh villains in in any medium um such a fucking um compelling character who the the film is kind of like like kind of centered around his like philosophy of this like randomness or perceived randomness and yeah every every scene that he's in just completely uh completely steals the show like he's it's like some of my favorite scenes of any fucking movie out there um, like the infamous uh, coin scene and the whole like uh, the the scene the scene when he's um like searching for uh for the main character the main character like in that shitty motel is just com- so oh, yeah. fucking uh, intense and also the second scene uh, that he's trying to um find where he's trying to like scout him out in the in the nicer hotel like Ugh. the the scene with the door where he's like trying to feel him out if like Anton Sugar is near the door. That that scene just completely has me so tensed up. And um God, not only like the, the tension, but the um the cinematography is really fucking incredible. Deakins. Uh, yeah, Deacons I mean he's known for a lot of movies, but to me like I remember when I first watched that movie, I was like wow, like he he manages to make uh like a rural fucking shithole texas look incredible <laughs> so yeah um trying to think if there's anything like else notable uh, that i should add um no i'm, I'm i honestly i'm kind of running on fumes i just i feel like uh <laughs> this film fires a lot
4: like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: feel like i want to give up <laughs> Done. no um i will add um, Probably my favorite. Like, you got some s- kind of square. Come on, Carlos.
1: <laughs>
4: got you got some kind of.
3: How do you- <laughs> Am I in focus now? I can't even tell.
1: But no. yeah, no, I mean, no, it's you're blurry, enough. and you also have some kind of <laughs>
3: about now? Let me, let am I, am I, I still blurry? No,
1: you're blurry as fuck. You okay. You're blurry, be blurry. blurry. blurry, like blurry hell. as shit, dude. Blurry no. as
3: hell. Well, what do you blurry keep touching? At at it,
0: like that square. Blurry as hell. you blur your <laughs> hell, bruh. It's like, you get the square out, please.
3: I can't. <laughs> Ruben Osland over here. <laughs> the square is canon. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> you have never been, never been more blurry. <laughs> I'm still blurry? <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh Blurred. my god! Okay, I'm gonna go this way. I don't know which way to tilt it. Oh, sky, you're, you're clear.
1: Now. You're clear.
3: Clear.
0: Yeah.
1: Every time clear. you touch the
0: camera, the square shows up.
1: You got some. Kind of... <laughs> you got some... <laughs> oh no! How did you make yourself blurry again? You were clear.
3: No, you're fine. Second. You're. Oh, okay. oh wait.
1: Yeah. No, it's. I can't it's... tell anymore. It's okay. I can't <laughs>
3: tell it. Hold on. One more. One more. One more little teat. You
1: were like <laughs> you were in it, and then you overcorrect. No, now you're. You're Dude, the you blorriest have ever uh, been. Really? It's the worst it's ever been. That's the worst it's ever been.
0: That's. I think it's good now, right?
1: Okay, it's better. Yep.
3: You're good. Minus the square.
1: <laughs> It'll go <laughs> it, away it, I it, think, eventually. Like... Yeah. When that, happened,
0: when that happened the first time, are. it was like I thought my brain was like playing tricks on me. So, like <laughs> it's I literally like, thought
2: it's like fucking skin and marine combined.
3: Yes, yeah, right like, I will just say like a little bit Buffalo sixty six vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're spending right. time There's, over there for some, for some reason.
4: Time.
3: For some reason, when I adjust the fucking like focus thing in my yeah, camera, yeah. this some kind of square pops up. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: <laughs> yeah, no country for all Who gives a fucking shit? It's a good movie.
1: Great movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to add <laughs> my oh, favorite. You, yeah favorite sound design in any film ever because there's no score and there's like this ominous sort of uh uh tonality for that movie and just yeah i I, like i'm probably like i'm an ending that frustrates so many people but i think it's so brilliant like i love uh, the ending yeah
1: yeah i like the ending it's
0: kind of this bleak you know thesis on everything that you just saw like it's uh, R.I.P. Cormac McCarthy too. He just passed away, and that's yeah. a brilliant, brilliant book. And he was a good writer. He's a great writer. I didn't watch um, it. I kind of want to read it. I, it's amazing because, like, you see how they adapted everything. It's like it's a great read. Yeah. Yeah, Maca-
2: you need to watch it again, Carlos. It's fucking master.
0: You don't know love it? You don't love no the for a straight? Men. No, I, I, <laughs> no, I do love
3: it. I do love it. I just don't love it as much, I guess, as everybody else, but I do love the movie. I just haven't seen it I haven't seen it from start to finish for like seven or eight years, I think. That's insane. You know
1: what? I'm actually kind of there with you um, and I thought re-watching it would like make me like, but I just rewatched it like a few months ago. And That's right. going to be like, my
2: next real thing. I
1: think it's great but it's yeah. not like mind-blowing great to me.
3: I, don't know. I mean, that's the way i felt about it like i remember watching it being like oh that was a great movie but like i would in my head i would put like fargo above that in terms of like coen
2: brothers no.
1: i would as well yeah
2: that's gonna Absolutely. be my next real pick is no country
4: we're <laughs> changing be... this oh that'd I'd be dope be yeah.
1: over everything always yes
4: Hell i yeah. mean we
0: had we had both of those on our 90s list like we fucking i love all those but I think like no country, I'm with Blair. I think it's not far behind those for me. Let's
2: oh well it's ahead for me. So
0: no, I mean like
1: <laughs> they're my favorite. I thought favorite, we were, uh, like you were with me, but
0: they're my favorite <laughs> directors of all time. I am with you. They're my favorite directors. It's okay. like it's so hard to rank them.
2: No, for sure. I mean, not for me, but like I understand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm with you.
2: Fine games, you know. <laughs>
0: i don't know anyhow uh so i'm surprised i thought that'd be like an undisputed like that makes the list but fuck me i guess no
1: i think it should make the list i think i am like uh, the hot take usually mm. what i just have carlos here as well
3: yeah i mean i but don't know usually we'll see.
1: in the grand scheme, the last three I'm picks
0: on. like it dancer in Dance the dark you're like it's pretty good
3: but <laughs>
1: it's pretty good
0: it's pretty good it's
1: fine <laughs> it it,
3: it good
0: okay um i'm with you i'm with you i'll I'll be standing up for that film uh uh kay lani can you go next
1: yep that's my name
0: sorry that was
1: (laughs) don't wear it out um hi we have eternal sunshine of the spotless mind oh nice nice this has been one of my favorite movies for the longest time um I've loved this ever since the first time I watched it when I was like in high school. Um, and it really just holds up. And um, like no matter how many times I've seen it, it never fails to emotionally wreck me. Like I've never finished this movie and not been like pouring tears down my face. <laughs> like it it's it just cuts me deep every single time. Um, uh, the concept here is like a little bit out there. Like Uh, the idea of, like, this process that can, like, eliminate people from your memories, but within that, it creates one of the most realistic depictions of, like, uh, love and loss and, like, the highs and lows in a relationship, Um, and, like, um, all those, like, little details that would seem, like, insignificant to an outside observer, but for, like, the people in that relationship, it's, like, everything, um, which I think is a, like a lot to do with the writing. I This is one of my favorite screenplays of all time. I think it's brilliant. Cool. Um, and I love the way that like the concept of memories is explored here, um, like visually. And then um, also like the way we're delivered information um, in like the non-linear way that we are told the story like, we're shown these little, like, blips of their, like, time together, and, um, it's, like, up to us to, like, use, like, context clues to figure out, like, at which point in their relationship it comes from, um, I think this is so, like, creatively crafted, um, And it really just like holds a special place in my heart. I don't know. I think I'm too emotionally close to this movie to even talk about (laughs) it objectively. Like I just love it so much.
0: No. Yeah. I think objectively speaking as well though, I think it's beloved by so many people and yeah. One of the greatest like portraits of love and loss and like that person in your life. That's like so complex to your like, you know, what the movie's about, yep. you know. Um, I don't. <laughs> so
4: that movie hit. That it, movie hit fucking really great. fucking
2: hard when I saw
0: it. Yeah, there's there been times when I've watched that movie and it like completely wrecked me at, at certain points in my life. Um, and that was Charlie, like what
3: of. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was just about to say Charlie Kaufman's script. I agree is like one of the most intricately brilliant things ever put to screen, and uh, I love it. I love it too.
3: That was one of the one of my earliest exposures to like art house filmmaking so i saw it, i saw it when i was Same. like in i had to be like seventh grade or something Eighth yeah. grade middle I, school yeah and i was like like i was just scrolling through like what was on playing on hbo and they were playing that and i was like i couldn't even believe i was watching i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> i never say anything that was i was never like Exposed to anything that was even like cr- constructed or presented in this way, I was just like, like that was when that was like one of the earlier examples of like me realizing that like films like this even exist. Um, and then the fact that I had Jim Carrey in it, I was like, this is like I, things started to click. I'm like, okay, these films exist. Not, mm-hmm. not only do do these films exist, but like well known actors are part of these projects, and that's like mm-hmm. again one of like the earlier stepping stones of me like trying to you know dive a little bit further into the rabbit hole of like learning that you know all kinds of different unique pieces of filmmaking exist that aren't part of the mainstream um but yeah I, i i love the film a lot it's it's so fucking trippy and surreal and emotionally heavy and i just love it like in terms of presentation you don't really you can't really it's really hard to compare it to anything else
0: yeah no Maybe other Charlie Kaufman films in certain ways, but like that's why he's like one of a kind, like artist. Um, you know, (laughs) to like embarrass, that was like my favorite movie when I was like in middle school. And my old like bio on Tumblr was like, um, Kirsten Dunce's like quote in that film, um, which she's, which I forgot exactly what it was, but when she's talking about what the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind basically is, um, So yeah, that movie's meant a lot to me for a long time as well. So I'm glad it's it's being talked about today.
2: I watched the movie in theaters with Perry for the first time last year, and it was a very memorable experience. It emotionally wrecked me because I was fresh out of a life changing relationship.
0: (laughs) That's when it hits the hardest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: (laughs) it'll creep up literally later.
2: couldn't speak
1: after i would that. Yeah, I love experience. to watch that in theaters that would be, yeah, that would be cool. awesome, except for like yeah. the the walk out it would just be like don't look at me
0: yeah yeah everyone just like
2: yeah perry was like trying snotting. to talk to me he's like perry was like trying to talk to me like about the movie and i just couldn't like i
0: you're
3: you're you're having like non-flashbacks
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> It does because that movie is like fragmented sort of memories, yeah, you know.
1: It is, it is like flashbacks.
0: Quite literally, like each of them are so relatable. You could like place yourself in like mm-hmm. certain situations like that. Yep. So I've I've been there.
1: It hits yeah.
0: close to God damn. The ending when they're like in her apartment and at the end is like oh, so awesome. fucking perfect. Yeah. I love Kate Winslet in that movie too. She's such an incredible. Love in general, I love. her. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I was gonna say. Yeah. I just. I just love Kate Winslet. I do too. Yeah. No. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> she makes
2: any movie better. Honestly. Truly. Yeah.
0: She does. Yeah. Yeah. She's. She's great. Um, that's a dynamite pick right there. Uh, oh yeah,
3: Carlos. Number two time. Numero yeah two. All right. Yeah. So I do not have a copy of this on DVD or the Blu-ray because of the fact that it does not have a good release on DVD or Blu-ray, um, which is a shame because it really should. Uh, I am talking about Caché, which is written and directed by Mikhail Hanika or Michael Haneke, depending on however you want to pronounce it. Um, yeah. Caché is, I mean, I this is another film that I've talked about a lot on my channel. I, I, uh, I I don't have a review for it, but I have a scene analysis on it uh, where I talk about the most fucking devastating and traumatizing scene of the movie. Um, But that film just, it sticks with you in such a harrowing way that not many films do. And one thing that I love about it so much is that it accomplishes a way to traumatize you and have such a deep effect on you in a very disturbing, lingering way without really going overboard with anything like it's a very subtle minimal piece of filmmaking and it's just the way that context is established and the way that it's built between characters um that when we get these well when we get like the biggest scene of the film it uh it just wrecks you in a way that is almost indescribable and it's just because of the way that that particular scene is shot um, because it's very minimal and it feels again, very real and authentic. Um, Like you're peeking on, like you're peeking in on something that you shouldn't be watching. And um, yeah, just the way that he builds context, the way that he explores class, um, the way that he explores racism, um, privilege, and um, the humanistic, um, the, humanistic urge to not tell the truth and be dishonest with yourself and with others, uh, to not take accountability. It's just like, I don't know. He explores that incredibly well. Um, and again, also combining themes of class and racism in ways that I think is very, very compelling. Um, yeah. Cachet. what, I mean, just such a fantastic piece of filmmaking. Um, again, there's a lot of like, long stationary takes uh but you know it's has that it has that minimal style that has such a good payoff with its presentation because it makes it feel so authentic and real um but yeah uh Julie Binoche is in the film she's fantastic and yeah um and the ending is just like um it's like that that is how you have like that is how you uh go about shooting uh uh a very interpretive ending in a way that's really effective um, in a way that just gets audiences thinking and discussing what the hell they just saw and what they think about what the ending shot actually means. Um, but yeah, Caché that's Caché is my favorite uh, Michael Haneke film. And it's just, I just love it. to de- I love it. I love it every single way to me. It's perfect. It's a, it's a 10 out of 10 must-see masterpiece.
4: Agree. Fantastic.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I, <haven't, laughs> I sadly haven't seen it yet. Um oh, man. A, that's the only film today we're gonna talk about. And I think I haven't seen, but it's it's been so high in my list. Uh I will Damn. get to it.
2: It's probably in my top 25 uh, fucking yeah. adored caching. It's same.
1: Yeah. Uh it would have definitely like been in my list, but I was like, I know it's gonna be in somebody else. Yeah, so
2: I know Carlos so is gonna ass. take it
1: so It's fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jake, you need you you definitely need to get on ASAP, dude. Yeah. That's a film that's gonna that film's yeah. gonna rock your fucking world, dude.
0: I'm ready to get rocked, baby.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Mikel Mikel Hanukkah's movies. Um, huge yeah. fan. So I think it's I think it's because it's so hard to find. That's why I haven't watched it. Like I, I might have to go be a pirate, you know, and grab it somewhere.
1: Oh, that is true. I got like a three dollar dvd from like a random video store
0: yeah maybe i will go hunt for it but yeah it's like i don't know where you'd watch it so i'll yeah. I'll go i'll go seek it out for sure
1: um, i think i rented it from my library the first time i watched it actually
0: oh i should go to the library so,
1: that's always an option
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's the fucking, a good idea the fucking library just has cachet <laughs> the
1: <book>. yeah <laughs> they have the best movies like the most obscure movies you can't find they do, anywhere yeah. else Library has
3: them, so I could just go to my local library and rent cachet.
1: No,
2: because yeah. Georgia fucking doesn't have that shit. Probably
1: <laughs> no. I mean, if Missouri has it, like, hmm. uh,
0: but,
1: that's like the only place I could find. Um, uh, the thing I live in also that's libraries crazy.
0: have obscure movies. Like I remember and happiness, I was, happiness. Yeah. That's where I watched. That I have movie a lot too, of obscure from stuff. my
1: library, and uh, I stand alone by Gaspar Noé. Like they have that's... the most obscure shit.
0: That's hard to find, too. Damn.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Nice. Go go to to if you're like struggling to find
1: shit, go to your library.
3: Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going.
1: Do it.
0: I might go tomorrow, yeah. I might find ca- cash there.
4: Cash. Um... Kind of <laughs> <hot. Yes. laughs> Getting that.
0: cash. <laughs> <laughs> cash, you know, like in the library, they have all those like reading circles for kids. And like, you see just cashes like, like the teacher's just talking about <laughs> It's like in the kids section. Um, (laughs) Anyway. uh, That's your number two, right? Yep. Okay. I will go next. Um, I believe this is going to start a train of uh, other people talking about this movie because it's so on the nose, but it's like, how can I not pick it? Uh, Mulholland drive by uh, David lunch uh, is my pick for number two. Um, what has it has been said at this point? You know, it's it's one of the greatest films, I think, of the century and maybe of all time. Um, it's just it's just it has such lasting power in the cinematic, you know, archives of America and people just rediscovered over and over. And I what kind of Carlos was saying about Eternal Sunshine, like that was definitely a window for me um, about, you know, arthouse filmmaking at a really young age. Shout out to my dad, because he actually showed me that movie when I was like 15 and kind of expressed, you know, interest in films. And that was like ever since then, has been like one of my favorite films ever made. And like having lived in Los Angeles, this movie really has taken on a new meaning, um, and a new, you know, kind of extra layers of uh what Lynch was exploring in this film, you know, having been around this, you know, this the culture of LA and you know what it's you know, the pitfalls and the underbelly of it all. And I think like genuinely some of the most profoundly scary and like haunting moments ever captured on film in this movie, Um, you know, people talk about the diner scene and and the the ending with, you know, in the apartment and everything. Um, I think it's just David Lynch's, you know, um, it may not be, uh, I mean, it is a lot of people's favorites, but you know, everyone has a different David Lynch that they go for. Um, but if I'm like truly honest, like it has to be his masterpiece. It's just like it's everything he's ever, you know, tried to achieve in one, you know, package that's that kind of transcended art house cinema and became like a, a, just a movie that other people I've shown that movie to people that don't love art house cinema. And they just absolutely took so much away from it. And I've taken so much away from this movie having rewatched it over the years, like every time I watch it, I get like a new perspective on what it means and what he's saying. And it's so interpretive. Uh, uh, and um, and yeah, it's just it's just the perfect film. And like, I think it defines the 2000s in a really particular way, um, which directors were just getting more like, you know, out there with what they were doing. They were just like, they weren't afraid to just kind of let the audience sort of interpret what their films mean without being, you know, ham-fisted. And that was a movie that just crossed barriers. And I think uh, one of the best, one of the best films ever made. Uh, I I don't think that's really controversial. Um, Just, just so damn good.
3: Yep. Fucking fantastic film. (laughs) It's not my favorite David Lynch. That would be Eraserhead, but Mulholland Drive is a very, very close second.
1: I
4: think it's his best film. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like your head is like you know you can't really dispute. And we talked about Blue Velvet, and he's really had a lot of spots on these lists uh, so far. And uh, Mulholland Drive is just yeah, it's always been the one for me. Uh, just everything about it, I I love. So yeah,
3: yeah it's that's just like it. a It's a very like, I mean, you can't you can't perfectly construct a surreal interpretive nightmare in this, in a way that like in a, in a better way. Um, David Lynch is just so fucking great at that. And to me, he's like, that is like the best kind of, again, the the best kind of interpretive surreal nightmare film you'll ever get. It's, 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 it's the, the creme de la creme. (laughs) And (laughs) that, that scene that, um, uh, no, I, uh, banda, Banda. Yeah. That's it. Oh my God. That's such a fucking mm. good scene. Um yeah, I don't want to go into de- too detail for people who haven't seen it, but that scene in particular, um, the way it explores like the illusion of sound design and stuff is just like so fucking great.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's it. Yeah. Blair, do you want to go? Yeah.
2: Um Mine, number two, is from my favorite director of all time, um, brought up earlier, Mikhail Hanukkah's The Piano Teacher. Uh, I know I've said a bunch of times, like, all-time favorite performance, but um, Isabelle Hooper and uh, In The Piano Teacher is my um, all-time favorite performance, um, full stop, a- any film. Yeah, yeah. Um, her fucking her her character erica has like so much fucking depth and layers and the way that isabel portrays her is like un- unlike anything i've seen in any film um it's like it it's a very disturbing film but obviously it's not disturbing in the sense that like uh antichrist is because it's not it's not very graphic. It's, it's a, it's a character study film that deals with a very sexually, um, fuck. I can't think of the word like, um, repressed. 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 Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Very sexually repressed and deeply disturbed, uh, character who has a lot of like, um, trauma, especially dealing with her, uh, with her mom. And, um, yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of like very disturbing like implications in in, in this character. And like um I don't know, I, I've heard people complain about this movie about like how information is like purposefully uh restricted from you, but I, I really like that. I, I like the whole aspect of the movie that like um that you have to like infer a lot of things about this character and, and her thought processes innocence and like you know she she is like a, obviously a piano teacher but that is not what the film is about at all like i don't really want to like i'm not trying to ruin the experience but like it, it's kind of like deceivingly um straightforward at first but then you just like slowly uncover this like you know uh fucking deep psychological trauma basically and um the the movie ends like in such a fucking devastating like uh uh and in such a devastating way. Like the, the third act, there's something that happens in the third act that's completely abhorrent and mm-hmm. f- will forever haunt me. And uh yeah. I can not uh, recommend the piano teacher enough because I think it's uh directed to perfection and uh uh it, uh Isabel just acts the hell out of the movie. Yeah.
0: I love it. Totally, that's my personal favorite Michael Hanukkah movie I've seen. So, yeah,
1: I think it's my personal favorite too. Yeah, it's like neck and neck that and Cache. Honestly, mm-hmm. me like, too. They're so great.
3: I haven't seen the Piano Teacher in like five years. I gotta, I gotta give that another watch. You gotta re up on that new. shit.
0: I meant to buy it on the Criterion sale always, because um, because. It's like a knockout performance and just sort of like like you said, you can just there's so much to interpret for their character it's like so rich um I've always meant to go mm-hmm. back it's just so damn good um one of the I would venture to say one of the greatest performances
4: we've talked about um today to definitely okay
0: <laughs> all right no that's a great pick uh we are on number ones now, so what do we oh. say always? It's fucking spice time.
1: Just spit, <laughs> spicy time. Throw,
0: throw a little habanero on that shit. What's your number <laughs> one? Uh,
1: my number one is. You're gonna see a familiar face here, Mulholland Drive. Oh Ooh. shit! Ooh. Oh um, nice. I really like. Have always felt inadequate talking about this movie because it's just very hard to explain it in the first place. But I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think there's anything more I could add. Really. That you haven't said already
0: That's um, why I was so bad at explaining it Because I was like yeah, what do no, I say about I don't
1: this- even know where to start I didn't even make uh-huh. notes for this one I have a whole thing of notes and I didn't make notes for this one I was just like nope Like David it's Lynch a- is This is really David Lynch at peak David Lynch Yeah Like he's yeah he's doing it's, a it. fucking, he's doing
3: it's a fucking Psychological nightmare Jigsaw piece Of basically exploring like a lot of the um, dastardly things of Hollywood and what that does to people's psyche in a way
1: oh yeah yeah it's like the seedy mm-hmm. underbelly of Hollywood and like the impacts that that has on like um, the mind of people who actually get sucked into it
4: yep for
0: sure I yeah, like a that's... damnation on that culture almost like
1: uh-huh.
0: like a, a cautionary tale in a certain way Um, of an age old, you know, like classic Hollywood sort of archetypal you know, actress coming from a small town.
3: It's Um, just like a shit storm of competition and envy mm -hmm. and um, people that get sucked into that and fall into that horrible trap just, it can downward spiral
1: really quickly. And like bad power dynamics and people taking advantage of people. It's Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Fucking amazing stuff. um What was the uh, what's her name? Rebecca Del Rios. You know, um Silencio. Just like
1: mm-hmm. one that's of that's my perfect. favorite scene of the movie. Me too.
0: I forgot to mention that. It's, like,
1: it's fucking perfect. I don't. It just. It's so good.
0: It's just like emotionally, just gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. Like you feel every ounce of like despair within the characters at that moment. Just can't say enough.
1: And that's like Malin. that's like the turning point too to where like mm-hmm. like shit's like making sense at the, <laughs> like up it until does. that and then like it gets all twisted after that.
0: Absolutely. Or do you say Mahollin
2: Drive, Drive to me is like uh to me the scariest like non-horror movie out there. Uh, sure because like the ending the ending to me is like terrifying i I don't know i've heard some people say it's silly it's like yeah it's fine no it's
0: terrifying yeah yeah it's like the way everything culminates in that movie like it's like it whenever i have a nightmare i i like really vivid ones i like that was like a and drive moment where it's like you're interpreting things that have happened to you or like certain like horrific moments in your life and like they feel so vivid and like the moment like when she's at the hollywood dinner party it's like that oh feels God. like it's so like
1: a weird scene. fucking yeah.
3: like. thing yeah yeah
2: yeah kind of reminds me of that scene in lost highway with the fucking guy mm-hmm. and the phone
3: <laughs> i oh love that God. scene so much
2: yeah lost
0: highway lost highway is like fucked up like, it's I, was of, like
3: I love it. it's lost
0: amazing yeah, yeah
3: i wasn't even the biggest fan of lost highway i mean i, I do like it i gave it a seven but like that scene with the yes. the man the man the the cell phone the the, the, the beginning that we get that is fucking 10 out of 10 scene. I love it so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, so great.
0: Do you guys like uh Inland Empire?
1: I
2: love yes. love Inland Empire.
1: I yes. wrote yes. that down as a Me too. Um, like an extra at the end. Yeah.
0: Of it kind of a good companion piece almost with Mulholland Drive like they could you know almost the same route of like Fever Dream that Lynch, you know. Hollywood story
1: um, That's yeah. like almost most like Abstract
0: It is at Bananas yeah, yeah.
2: When I watched uh, Inland Empire I couldn't Fucking believe this was a movie And like how know. anybody like likes this movie And it's They're funny because I was loving the movie But I was like The fuck <laughs> I don't know. It's three hours, of,
1: three hours of this shit But I was loving it
0: <laughs> I adore it I adore it so much
1: yeah. I saw that one in theaters like last year me I saw too, in theaters awesome.
0: too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, let's go. That got the most walkouts. Uh, I had like a David Lynch retrospective in college, and that data mm-hmm. by far got the most walkouts. I remember, like people were so over. Like, like I can't handle this. But... I
1: actually get it, but like, I love it.
0: <laughs> no, I adore it. Yeah, I was, I was in for it. Uh, anyhow, uh, that makes the list. That's that's on the list because that's your number one film. So oh yeah. Um. Carlos, I'm dying to know. What's your number one?
3: <laughs> that wasn't sarcastic. I was genuine. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> number one film is <laughs> There Will Be Blood. Um, written and directed by Parent Teachers Association. Teacher Association. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson at his very finest. Not only do I think this is his best film, and the best film of the 2000s but i think that this is genuinely one of the best films ever crafted um like personally i would put this like in a top 20 or top 25 objective best films ever made that's how brilliant i think this film is um and i know that it's made in, in, in the 2000s so it hasn't had like the most time to sit but i'm sorry like i think that this film in every single way not only is it Perfectly crafted in terms of just like the aesthetics and direction, everything like that and the score and all that. But um, just the way that it explores everything thematically with um, uh, with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's character, uh, Daniel Plainview, who is just this. I mean, in a lot of ways, he's just like a scammy businessman um, and. And. In other ways, he could be a good father to his son. And then another way he is like the worst father to his son. Um <sighs> and then like I just love the I love I love the way that this film explores the relationship between capitalism and religion in America, because you have Daniel Day-Lewis' character who is obviously like this. I mean, in a lot of ways represents capitalism in in every form. And then you have Paul Dano's character who represents religion in like every form and the kind of like power dynamic battle that both of these characters have throughout the film is so subtle, but so fucking compelling. Um, I just think honestly, like their dynamic is one of the most compelling character dynamics in any film ever, because it's, uh, thematically speaking it just is so dense and is so um substantive and um i just i just love it dearly um and yeah and the fucking the 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 oil rig scene where they strike oil is just oh my god that is such a beautifully directed uh beautifully acted and just like well constructed scene with the use of score there is so unique and different.
0: Try oh, yeah. to Greenwood.
3: Uh, yeah, that's dude, that score cool, dude. I was like I watched this film when I was like in 8th grade, I want to say. And um even in 8th grade, I saw it and I was like this is a musty masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's a very immature I was I mean even to me today I'm kind of shocked that I really loved it even at that time. Um Cause like even at that time, I was still like not even hating like Transformers movies. I was still like enjoy that, and I would think that that was like good movies. So like for me to watch that, to for me to watch Transformers and think that's good, and then also watch There Will Be Blood and think that's a masterpiece. To me, it like shocks my mind to even like fathom that. But um, yeah, this film is just like, when I, when, when I at the time when I watched it when I was in eighth grade, that oil rig scene and the way that score was used, I was just like like blown away. Like I was just like, it's one of those things where I'm like, it's so unorthodox, especially for me, like witnessing that for the first time, but I just couldn't look away. Like it was just like so absorbing. And, um, again, like one of those early like stepping stones of me being exposed to films like that, where I like, I realized, damn, this is just like so artful and so creative and unique and just so powerful. Um, and yeah, I
4: mean,
3: uh, uh, fucking um, Daniel D. Lewis in this film, he gives, I mean, again, arguably one of the best performances of all time. Uh, really, really, really great. This film, I mean, I don't even know how he was able to pull it off. He is just so fucking convincing, um, you know, as this character. But anyway, yeah, I don't want to go on for too, too long, but I just fucking love it dearly. Um, it's a film that I really, really want to see on the big screen someday. And hopefully I get to do that. But um, yeah, I, I love it to death. It is my favorite film of the 2000s. And uh, to me, one of the best films ever made, like really high up there is like, one of the objective best films ever made. I will fight to the death on that one.
0: <laughs> you know so what, Carlos? I would not, I will not I, fight you.
3: Yeah, I,
2: I, uh, I fuck with you a lot with no country and there'll be a blood, but I, I actually agree. I think. Yes. Um, there'll be blood is like one of the best films ever made and it's not even controversial to say that daniel day lewis in the movie is like one of the greatest performances of all time yes. like no. that's like a no-brainer <laughs> to
3: me
0: yeah it's so ab- absolutely true yeah and
3: paul thomas anderson hasn't made any other movie that is like this one like not even close it's just like so it's so crazy that like he was like he's, he's his his filmmaking, I mean his uh filmography is so diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have other films like Boogie Nights and like Licorice Pizza, and maybe like Heart Eight, where you can kind of like get where and and even yeah. like even like uh Magnolia, there's kind of like some similarities between those, but then he has like very blood. Or like There will be blood. It's like a whole different fucking animal that's nothing yeah. like anything he's made. And he still hasn't made anything like that. Maybe like Phantom Thread, I guess, but
0: Master, That's still very Master, different. Yeah,
1: bit. they are very different, but yeah, they're more on the same wavelength, I think.
0: I remember someone in the Discord put it perfectly where it was like coked out <laughs> PTA versus stone oh, PTA. Yeah,
1: Mitchy has like I a whole th- yeah. classification for the different... Um, Which is like honestly perfect because <laughs> it
0: was like... PTA. The different you know he's like that Those coked out kind of ensemble pieces versus these really moody kind of uh character pieces that like breathe and they're there's so much like subtext to them um i definitely could see what he's saying but no yeah i agree like that's one of the greatest films like one of the great i always call it like one of the greatest american films ever made because it's so about you know yeah. Birth of capitalism yeah. and you know its relationship to faith and and government and all that. Like it's one of the most like ambitiously told movies I've ever seen because like it tackles so much, but it's yet so simple and so like it articulates everything perfectly, um, yeah. and like all in the essence of Daniel Day Lewis's performance and just like the filmmaking. And, like it's just astounding what they. Ac- it's like one of the most accomplished movies I could I could truly think of. And to mention No Country, like the fact that they were filming in the same place at the same time is pretty. That's yeah, so cool
2: to me. That's awesome. Like,
0: that's two like, like yeah, yeah, two of the greatest films, in my opinion, two of the greatest films of the decade. Me too. So, yeah. Yeah. Insane.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's it's a perfect film to me. It's one of my all time favorites. I think it's one of like the greatest films. Um, I'm also representing. the
0: shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dope. Yes. That's a great shirt. Thank you. Go. You know, my f- probably one of my favorite scenes in that movie, or like is um, aside from the oil rig scene, is the church scene um when he's uh confessing and he's like the baptism, I guess you'd call it. Um that's like the yeah. best, some of the best acting you'll ever see. It is. It's, it's Daniel Day Lewis doing like a million different emotions, like guilt and anger, yeah. and like even like comedy, like the way he's like I laugh yeah. at that scene, but yeah. I also like cry. It's like it's every emotion like going through his face. Yep. Um, at such a high level of like anxiety. Like it's just insane that scene. And the way that it's like one long take that slowly zooms out. Uh it's I think outer outer in, I forget. Um, but yeah.
3: I okay. I have a uh uh scene analysis on that scene, actually. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Check it out. <laughs> to me, honestly, like to me, I I don't like. I mean, I'm not one to let's say, oh, my work is great, but that is like one video that I will stand by. To me, that is like the best video I've ever made. still. All the other they, stuff, they're... I'm like, you can throw in the trash, but that one is good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: give that me the blood lord.
3: Them. Just give me the no, blood lord. I, I love it. Like, um,
1: like he's like working on a whole nother level, but then Paul Dano is also like matching him, and yeah, that like that's just like just like masterclass of acting there it's
0: wild one of the few actors to like match his energy like i guess mm-hmm. vicky creeps in phantom threat is pretty damn great too like paul dano's like it's pretty great he matched it yeah yeah, yeah. until the end when he gets like completely outbested like <laughs> one-sided yeah, sort got of his
1: milkshake drink
0: got his milkshake <laughs> just yeah completely sucked out of him mm-hmm. for sure that's a movie, the best I could say, like, it's a movie that makes me, like, just love movies more, you know, every time I watch it, it's like, as, as cliche as that sounds, but it's like, I, movies are the best, and like, this is the best possible representation of how, what a masterpiece is, like, at least one of them, you know, like you said, For top sure. 20, top 20.
3: I, I want like oh, you to tell me that, that God is a false prophet. No, <laughs> I want you to tell me that, that, that you're a false prophet. And, and God, God, is God is a superstition.
0: superstition.
4: God.
0: I think oh, that movie's oh. like hella funny. Like, I laugh at that movie a lot. Yeah. It's, it's... Just,
3: imagine, just imagine this is your church, Eli. Okay. <laughs> You're <laughs> sniveling
0: <Yeah, yeah>. ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love bowling alleys. Some of the best scenes of all time have happened in bowling alleys. Right? Yeah. yeah. We talk about Buffalo 66 and Nick yep. Lebowski. Yep. There's something also, to
1: that. I also really love. <laughs>
3: I also really love that first scene we get between um, uh, Daniel and Paul when uh, Daniel is, like, trying to offer to buy their land, but in a very, like, scammy way by saying he just wants to hunt quail there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like, Paul, like, sniffs that he's just trying to scam them and he's aware of, like, the oil they have. So, like, they have this really awkward, intense exchange for each other. It's just a really great way to, like, establish what their dynamic will be for the rest of the film.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's
3: just like, oh, so beautifully done. That is that, that actually is like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's yeah. just like really, really great.
0: You know, what confused me for a long time um, was that Paul Dano plays two characters in that movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? So he yeah. plays Eli and then it, Eli. The, the other yeah. one's Paul. Right. And then like, forget that. it was so confusing the first time I was like, wait, why is he now like a, he was like a yeah. capitalist freak. And now he's like a, <laughs> yeah. he's a preacher. I was like, what's happening?
3: Yeah, but. when I first when I first saw it, when I was like in eighth grade, I, I just the whole movie I just thought they were the same person.
0: Yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> and then later you read on IMDb, it's like, oh, he's two characters. Yeah,
3: yeah, uh, which is which is great because like, I love I love when Daniel sees Paul for the first time, like when he's like out like with the sun like whatever, and then you mm-hmm. see Paul, he's like he's like bringing him wood or something and he just like yeah. st- he just stares at him for such a long time he's like yeah. <laughs> like, what <the> fuck? <laughs> like what the fuck like it is not mine he's like what the fuck are you doing here dude and then he realizes oh
0: there's like- some. Um- sorry go ahead no go ahead no you- i was gonna say there's some amazing like gazing in this movie yeah of like t- just him giving people death stares like it when when they're eating in the restaurant in the saloon and they with his son after he's like Got him back after abandoning him. And he stares oh. at that group of guys for like it's so unnerving. Yeah. Like it's terrifying. Um, anyway, yeah, just the performance. Yeah, there's so much to talk about, but
3: oh god.
0: Um was that it? Any more there would be blood uh anecdote?
3: I, I mean, I could talk about this. Yeah, shit. yeah, we gotta but cut ourselves. For the sake of time, anything, let's anyway. go ahead and move on. All right, all right,
0: that's fair. Um Uh, My brother and John actually did a whole episode about it like a few weeks ago. So if you want to, we've talked about it so much on this channel, but you know, there's, there is that much you could really discuss. So uh, check it out. Um, All right. I'll do my number one, which, you know, a little anticlimactic after talking about that film, but um, I will, I will, I'll I'll hold it up. Um, (laughs) I think it's number one. I think it's my number one. I'll stand by it. Um, Wendy and Lucy. Kelly Reichardt, I respect. Nice. That. It's my number one film with the 2000s. Basic, <laughs> Very on the nose for me, right? Um, I, I, you know, I, I, this movie has just been so important to me in the past yeah. few years. I, I love how uh, much you
3: love Kelly Reichardt. I,
0: I don't know me what it too. is. It's just something. Something. She's she's truly become like my you know top five favorite directors, if not you know top three at this point. That's amazing. Um. You know, slice slices of life cinema really has become like my favorite, you know, kind of subgenre in films. Um, and this this was like when I saw this film, it just like everything kind of clicked, you know. This is like this style, this aesthetic, this kind of like approach to filmmaking was like truly my you know, what my taste is. Um, and if you've seen Kelly's films, you know she's a very somber, she's a very caring and like elegant kind of figure in cinema. And um makes really, really uh subtle and very you know but you know very rich characters at the same time you know her character her outlook on life is just very particular um like the way she captures everyday life and i think wedding lucy is the perfect balance between like her subtle filmmaking but also very like in the context of the movie a very devastating portrait of of loneliness and kind of like codependency and like this there's so much to this film i think i have I, i mean Granted, I've seen it more than most people, but like just in Michelle Williams' performance and like this kind of docu style of filmmaking, like it really has becomes it just really becomes like a really rich tapestry to talk about like America, like the financial crisis that was just about to happen, like you know, and kind of this this portrait of America that we usually don't see, like these kind of like dead end towns that you like aren't portrayed on film as much, like almost like Gummo or something like that uh, in a way. And Michelle Williams in this movie just like that was definitely a big step for her in this like kind of got her like you were saying with like act huge actors making like kind of avant-garde uh experimental stuff, like this. She was kind of stepping into that realm and she's like so fucking good in this movie. Um, there's so much said with like very little dialogue, honestly. Um and yeah, it's just it's the movie. Like I, I've I've said this a million times, but this movie just means so much. Uh, To my love of film, Um, I love Kelly Reichardt. And um, if anyone asks for film recommendations, this is always like at the high point of like my recommendations list. Um, And I just want to say I I, I miss my dog so much. Whenever I look, I think about this movie. Um, And, you know, dogs are dogs are the shit. So (laughs) um, yeah if you haven't seen Kelly Reichardt's movies, like start with Wendy and Lucy. Like I, I, I'm just so happy. Like all of you guys in the discord and all of you guys watching, like, um, have like explored her films. Cause like a few years ago, like they weren't on Criterion, they were so hard to find. Like, I felt like I was alone just like adoring her films, but like ever since they've gotten more of a release and like more people have talked about them, like I think people have celebrated her work more. So I'm, I'm just really happy about that. And, uh, uh, please Criterion release of Wendy and Lucy um, someday. Um, I just, yeah, that's it. It's it's. Yeah, it's dude. The, my life.
3: I fucking love Wendy and Lucy. Um, I love Kelly Reichardt a lot. I've I've only I think I think I've seen three of her films at this point. Um, I love all of the films that I've seen from her. Honestly, I think Certain Women might be my favorite. Um, it's incredible. Certain Women is a phenomenal film. I love that film to death. Mm-hmm. um but Wendy and Lucy is, another just phenomenal emotional film um heartbreaking in a lot of ways um yes but just so effective I just I love everybody who knows me knows that I am a sucker for like subtle powerful filmmaking and Kelly Reichardt fits that description like better than any I can really think of right now um very very subtle with her approach to filmmaking yet you just feel every ounce uh every ounce of weight, that her films offer and yeah I'm glad you picked that dude I, I I really love her like I feel like if I watch more of her films like she will she might be like my favorite uh she might be my favorite female filmmaker
2: I love that
1: Yeah, um, yeah I watched this very recently um and this is definitely my favorite of hers that I've seen and I do love everything that I've seen from her but this fucking wreck to me. <laughs> I was not okay at all after this. It it just hit so hard. I, ugh. yeah, it's so good.
2: It just, so I'm good. glad, I'm glad that, uh, you know, that Jake loves this movie so much and is bringing it up because I, I just stumbled on this movie like during a uh, pandemic. And uh, honestly, nobody, none of my friends, nobody in like the Discord, uh, had like even heard of this movie from what I understood. So when I watched it, I, I like fell in love with it and uh, started like raving raving about it to everybody. And I'm glad I got uh, a handful of people to watch it because it's so good. I love Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Kelly Reichardt. And uh, I love the Pacific Northwest and
0: dogs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> inside, I was going yeah. <laughs> to mention the Oregon part is definitely... It's your your to love a film too. Like yeah, the,
2: this movie uh, is honestly Blaircore. It's JG. Blair <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: just so glad you guys all like her because, like, she's such a deep cut. You know, you can't ask anyone on the street; they would have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. But you guys, you know, gave her a mm-hmm. chance, so that's just great. Like, she's honestly, like, again, she was so underground. Like when I discovered her, no uh. one knew who the hell she was. So, um, yeah, as. as I, as much as I could praise her name, I'll always bring her up um on this podcast. Uh, yeah, that's my number one so uh blair you're your last uh you're finishing this off here. What's your number one?
2: okay, well, I, um, since the movie it has been brought up, I won't linger on it too too heavily, but my number one. Is uh, Dancer in the Dark by Lars Von Trier. Yes. So, um, on it, okay, so it's interesting because Lars Von Trier, don't give a shit about him as a person, but his films I fucking adore. And Bjork herself, she's probably my favorite musical artist of all time. I, I fucking adore her music. And I remember, like, I've heard about Dancer for a long fucking time didn't know anything about it and then you know fucking watching it it automatically became one of my favorite things ever because mm-hmm. once a-
4: no damn it i've seen it all i have seen the
3: trees i have seen the willow leaves dancing in the breeze i've seen
0: uh, I oh really can you guys hear me That's- yeah yeah I
2: can Dang. You're okay okay well i'm not i'm not gonna appear on camera because like i, I said my phone's dead so okay can i just i'll Kill just make a sure. note
0: okay it's just so people know that Blair's phone died um so that's why you don't see her anymore death. so
1: <laughs>
0: okay i just well, want to explain I, it so it's not like weird okay
4: okay
2: um so with the in the dark like i said i'm not gonna harp on it too much um I I think York is fucking incredible in this movie. I I love how she, um, she obviously hasn't been in too many movies, but with this film, she fucking gave a powerhouse of her performance. Incredibly devastating is like, you know, such an understatement. Um, Even though this movie literally is like almost nonstop misery. I do think like those musical sequences, are like so crucial for her character because like those are her you know reliefs of like fucking reality and her escape. And honestly, I do think that's like pretty beautiful how like in the midst of all this fucking horror um, in her life, she can have this like um, uh break and and uh escape and daydreaming like her life as like this uh, musical like hollywood musical and um i think that like because she's so selfless in the fact that like she wants to like get get this uh surgery money for her for her kid is like genuinely like really beautiful and um yeah i i love her character so much because of how selfless she is and you know everything she has to endure um I don't know, kind of makes her like this, like, uh, I don't know if this is the right word, but like martyr figure. And uh, obviously, like the way this kind of like small town um, shit is like presented in the film, kind of reminiscent of Dogville and how like everybody turns uh, turns on her is kind of like a, you know, critique of like um, uh, of like the American dream. And uh, lastly, I'll just say that I love the way this film is presented. <laughs> it, it's it literally looks like fucking shit, but that's kind of the point. <laughs> Dogma ninety five is uh, love r- it. really interesting movement. Uh, yeah, um, I love this movie. It, it's it's fucking brilliant. I don't care what anybody says. It's it's a uh, contender for my favorite film of all time. Honestly,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm with you. You know, it's in my top five. So. Oh, nice. All right. Everything you, yeah. I mean, I, I love what you said about the martyr, martyrdom of her character is such a great way to put it because it's like, which is something Von Trier does a lot, but like in, in Dancer in the Dark, it's, it really feels ground level in a way, you know, mm-hmm. not a, as abstract as Dogville, which I love Dogville, but like the Dogma 95 makes it feel like you're watching like a documentary of like his sensibilities and every and her journey as a character it's really fucking insane uh that it it exists honestly i just love it too so
2: i'm glad to hear that i'm glad to hear there's like you know people who love this movie as well because i know some people are either underwhelmed or fucking despise this movie shout out to tommy yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) no i love tommy besides this bad take
1: <laughs> just a- I love him in spite of this <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's definitely not a movie that you could be like in between about though you know like yeah I mean, maybe I Carlos like- I know you, you might be but like no I like I think, it I think that's rare well like if you're just like I feel like a lot of people are, like Masterpiece are like horrid you know and mm-hmm. yeah but yeah no, I no. think I
3: think it's I mean I'll say it's a great movie I think I'd give it like a soft eight so
4: got
0: you okay
3: Yep. yep.
0: yeah (laughs) it's making the list i'm 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 psyched for that me
4: too Um, (laughs)
0: anyway so Let's do let's do the thing. Let's do the top ten oh, of the two thousands. Let's do oh, it.
3: Shit.
0: It's gonna be a hot button issue. Um, It'd actually be my
2: easier than we think, because just because we agree funny. so much on
0: this. That's no, true.
1: Was, yeah.
2: but there's just
0: so many movies. I think that's it's true. Like a, yeah, we're gonna try to,
1: we're gonna try to shove them all in. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> we're gonna agree
0: problem, on too yeah. much. That's the thing. That's, that's yeah, the thing. you're right. Yeah. I'm like looking at it. It's like I want to star all of them at, at you know at, at a certain point, but I think I mean this just might be my opinion, but. We have three von Trier films that we mentioned. I think we have to only do two, if that's fair. You know, I think All that's right.
1: totally, fair. Yeah, I, that's I, totally I, fair. I even like would understand doing one. Me to
0: too. I, w- I would too, yeah. but like, I feel like people might I'm, be upset obs- because "Dancer in the Dark" makes it automatically, and like,
1: yeah, I, uh, mean,
0: I would well, hate to oh, shut out. Antique, you know what yeah. I mean?
1: no, that I mean, we can. I'm. Mean, I guess we. Can I mean, bridge when it comes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh let's do i go through the films and then figure it out yeah, yeah. okay yeah. let's do that um i have a bunch of honor- honorables too that i, I kind of want to talk about after that Um uh, yeah, really I have a quickly list of them there's too to many
1: fire out but it's really like do we want to add more to this
0: no i mean i uh, don't know no that's what i'm saying um At i this, but uh, hour. <laughs> i'm just saying shrek is is right there so we can't hey, you an so all-star <laughs>
3: stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop i don't stop coming and they don't stop coming
0: (laughs) i feel like this brain rot kind of caters to shrek so maybe it might just get on there you never know
1: i'm
2: literally thinking of the video (laughs) where they replace the dog doing the fucking trials with the shrek you guys know what the fuck i'm talking about i
0: know know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah it's
2: literally on my mind right now oh
0: yeah
1: scratching at the door
0: oh all right Let's do this. Uh we'll go through Caleb's first. Uh god damn. I could start all 5 of these movies. Mullin Drive automatically makes it in uh irreversible.
3: Oh, I say yes. God, god I is... say yes too.
0: I do too. I'll say yes too. Um god, I don't in the mood for love. <laughs> How could you say that's like not the one of the best, but like I I it don't know if I could like... say
1: I mean,
3: I think in comparison with some that we have, I don't know. Put an asterisk. All
0: right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's just such so good.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, the next one, Antichrist. It's like Antichrist versus Dogfills. So, which one do you guys want? Well, just I... the Antichrist because
3: Doggle didn't even make my list. So.
0: All right. So that's for sure gonna be on there. You think? I, I think you that's know, fair.
1: put a star. I mean, there's a lot of things to go through. Asterisks. Star. Asterisk. star. Uh huh. I'll asterisk <laughs> it. Oh, no, no, no. Eternal,
0: <laughs> sunsh- Eternal Sunshine Eternal Sunshine. Asterisk or no? Or just a
3: flat no? I Pers- love that movie so much. Personally, though. probably not. Even though I do I, yeah.
2: I
0: do love it, I'll probably say no.
1: I think it's like a it. it's just very a very personal movie, so I totally understand
0: it. No, but like, like totally could be on like the top 20, you know, like yeah. it's it's loved by many. I guess it's a no then, unfortunately. But yeah, that makes sense. All right carlos's list there will be blood obviously makes it uh mm-hmm. glorious bastards i would say i'm like halfway to a yes
3: no <laughs> yeah i i didn't have hope for that one making
1: I'm, I'm not all the way there
0: it shouldn't it, i don't think it's like it, don't, like it doesn't deserve it but i think it's like i can't say it's better in, than in the mood for love or you know no, you know it's I'm not saying?
2: better than the yeah. bench warmers, that's for sure. Get the fuck out of the-
4: <laughs> I was Not laughing. even as a joke.
0: When Kaylin was talking about Antichrist, I kept thinking of, like, what if, like, Gus Bus just drove by, like, <laughs> in the middle of that movie
1: and gave it's, a beef That's so random. <laughs> I know. What the fuck?
0: Well, we were talking about it right before she brought up Antichrist, so it was, like, uh, fresh in my brain. That's um, funny.
2: Gus bus drives by Antichrist would have been a lot better. Like, yeah. you know,
0: during this the beginning cold open and the, you see the, the outside, you just see <laughs> Gus Bus come.
2: Imagine you get the happy Madison logo and then Antichrist <laughs> starts playing.
1: <laughs>
0: the golf swing. <laughs> oh
3: God.
1: You get that lake song.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the happy Madison logo is in black and white, though.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. And slow so motion so mo swing.
0: You know where yeah. I'm coming from with that one. Terrific. Terrific. <laughs> it's not the guy, it's Lars von Trier. Terr- <laughs> terrific. <Yeah>. <laughs> terrific.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. Uh, okay. oh, hell. <laughs> oh, hell no. So <laughs> glorious bastard is a no. No, I guess not. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Dude,
0: yeah. I was, I was, I was. Yeah.
2: This is what happens nearly our dog.
0: to mama tambien.
2: I, I want to say yeah, actually I
4: say yes. Yeah. I say
0: that's yeah. a yes. E- uh, to mama tambien. I'm not like automatic yes, but I can get on board. I with the yes.
1: Yeah, I, I mean at least give it a star. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at, <laughs> least give, at least <laughs> give it a star. It deserves uh, to be
1: discussed.
0: No, no, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Uh, Pan's labyrinth. Oh yes, come
3: on, guys. No. What?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, come on. Let's see uh, I would see. There's just a lot of movies. Pants like- a,
3: a benchmark of cinema. Come on, guys.
1: We're not gonna narrow like- this down at all. We're gonna have a list of like 30. Like- I
0: mean, there's only 20 movies though,
1: Caitlin. Yeah, well <laughs> honorable tr- mentions.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <you're laughs> I right, have you're six right. of those. You're right, you right. Uh I feel like it's Pans versus E2 Mao bn I think we gotta pick one of those too. <sighs>
4: Fucking
0: He's pants. I would pans. say pans.
4: I don't
2: like pans.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know.
3: <laughs> I don't you, you, don't, you, you don't like frying pans? No,
2: they suck.
0: They do suck, <laughs> yeah. You're vegetable. right. Vegetable Fuck pants, um, um,
4: Yeah,
0: I like a good skillet, though. I
1: love them both.
0: <laughs> I like both um, pans. No, seriously, though. Like, what? I like
2: pans. I skillets good. Serious,
0: <laughs> oh, like...
3: no pans. No. I vote pans over itamama. What do you I'm think? I'm gonna
0: asterisk both of these because, like, this is this is crazy. I can't I think choose. Pa-
1: I think pans deserves to be there for sure, but I don't think we should rule out itamama. All right, Thank I'll you.
0: asterisk that. Okay,
1: but okay, but
3: what's next? Cache,
0: cache. Yeah, I haven't yep. seen it, so That's a
1: hard. Yes, uh, yes,
3: I got no dog
0: yes. Yes. in this. bitch Okay.
3: As the I saying goes, <laughs> yeah. That's right. I got, yeah, I got no bitch in this dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just that, that got to me. Um, punch drunk love, yes, yes, yeah. Oh, yes, thank god. I, I thought you guys were like, no. There will no, be gloves already I there.
2: I will never go against puncher Glove. No,
1: I I love it. The only reason I would be hesitant is just like having multiples.
3: That's true.
0: There were two. I think is good. We had two, uh, um, uh, Cohen Brothers movies last time. Remember?
3: Okay. That's true.
0: It's 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 all right. It's all right.
3: right yes. But uh, it's far for now.
0: I'll put a star. I think it makes it because the rest of the movies, Mulholland Drive automatically makes it for me because of uh, Kalen's pick. Wendy and Lucy automatically makes it. Dancer in the Dark automatically makes it because of Blair. And Crouchy Tiger doesn't make it because none of you guys have seen it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you guys got to give me Punch Drunk Love there. I think that's only fair.
3: That's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm fine.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Blair's list is tough because I would star all of five of these movies. Personally, let, uh, old boy.
1: I
4: mean,
0: I say yes, of boy. course, but I do love the old boy. Let me read Wait. the rest, the other four, because like maybe we could do processes of uh like, elimination. Yeah, but because yeah. like four months, three weeks, two days, new con- no country, and piano teacher are the other four. Who I do I, think that's no country fucking tough to be there. I do too. Which one? No country. No country. I think no country and four months would be my. God, dude.
2: Yeah, I what was kind of agree.
3: What was it four months? I-, I would old say oh, I, piano oh. I would boy. put four months, four months, and um, old boy, and 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 no country over old boy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree.
0: I think oh. I agree. Yeah, I just, I just want I I I honestly just want Park just to be on the list, but I guess I, I could I could agree. I with knew that
2: one was going to be the hardest to fight for. So
0: piano teacher is a no go, or. <laughs> <laughs> i well, would say yeah i'd say yes to all four
3: but i'm just trying to like well we yeah. have a ca- well it's either cache yeah. or piano teacher
2: yeah i Ooh, guess
3: that's I a good wait. point we don't have yeah. to do that. we don't have
1: to be either right
3: we don't have to but
0: we're gonna have like d- duplicates of three different directors if we yeah, do yeah, that right? you know
1: i mean we gotta start whittling down
0: yeah yeah um let's what's like the automatic yes like four months three weeks two
3: days I think I think no country is the automatic, yes. Even um, you, really? I mean, I know it's not for me because I would put four months in no country. I, I, well,
1: well, I'm I saying agree like with you, what's your even automatic? though I'm like the least hot on that one, I think, but but I think it deserves to be there.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, like, no I, country. Like like if I'm trying to be fair as yeah. as possible, I think no country probably. Right. My um, I processes. I agree with
0: that. I agree. Um and piano teacher and old boy are no goes then.
2: I guess not. Oh,
0: that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I was on board with that. I gotta count these after this too, so we we can hold we can hold off on those. I'll asterisk those. But four months is a yes or no. I, I say yes to
3: that because I. I mean, I think I. Oh, of attribute. course, I absolutely
4: say yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. Let me give me give me a brief moment to count these. Uh, one, two, three. Or... okay so we have 10 exactly right
0: now do you want oh. me to read them
2: oh well yes
0: there will be blood cachet pan's labyrinth uh wendy and lucy punch drunk love uh Mahone drive irreversible dancer in the dark uh no country and four months three weeks two days i mean that's a pretty damn that's like solid list. list. Um. City. I don't
4: have I Shrek, even... though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dead Shrek.
0: Ass. No, I'm dead ass too. That's I'm like. I mean, I wouldn't give
2: Shrek a ten, but it's like a, it's like a strong eight. Maybe yeah. soft line. Hey, now
4: like
0: you're an all. Am I rockstar? <laughs> 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 rockstar.
4: <laughs> uh, so we funny we got to. I took it.
1: We <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> to be like.
0: We gotta Maybe. be an analytical about this though. Like if we kick off one of these films for Shrek, um no,
2: we'll I not... wouldn't do that. No, kick off Payne's Labyrinth for Shrek, i would be fine with that.
1: Okay. Listen, <laughs> why, do you, why do you hate Payne's Labyrinth so much? I, Listen. I, I don't. It just Yeah, what not... happened
2: with that? <laughs> I don't
1: No, been, I mean I I, would, I wouldn't them. kick them out for Shrek, no.
2: I just don't think it's <laughs> as good as
1: Shrek. Would I kick them out for Freddy? Hey, Carlos, you- maybe. Hey,
0: <laughs> that's see that's a real
3: debate right there. <laughs> i kick Less, out most Carlos. You have to be
0: objective. Like, is Shrek better than uh Pan's Labyrinth?
3: It is not. Oh <laughs> uh, Shrek isn't better than Pan's Labyrinth. I'm you sorry. just
0: fucked
1: yourself. That's the correct answer. No.
2: Nope. Nope. You just fucked yourself. You just
0: fucked yourself. Uh let's do honorable <laughs> mentions real quick if anything stands out. Um then we will consider it, but I I don't know. Um,
1: yeah, probably not at this point.
0: You want to go first, Kaylin?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll just blow through them. Well, I already revealed one, which is Freddie Got Fingered, must see masterpiece. Um, Synecdoche, New York. Um, that's also Donnie, on my list. Donnie Darko. Fuck yeah! Um, I was so was,
2: surprised that wasn't on your list, by the way.
1: I know it was. It I was, was, was waiting for look, that. But I was like, wow. I don't it's, think that would like hit with everyone. That's so Kaylin's a Cora, very right? like personal. Yeah, it's a very personal pick. I love um, Donnie
0: Darko. Yeah
1: me too um mysterious
2: fuck, yeah. skin Ooh, yes damn oh, that is that great is a good one. film
0: fuck that was so close to being yeah
1: damn fuck um i also have a requiem for a dream yes
0: mm. and City oh, of god the wrestler
1: oh the wrestler oh, almost made it it almost kicked out I totally way.
0: man i forgot i were to guess
1: yeah. your list i would have guessed that you would have put the wrestler on it, yeah it
0: was
2: so close so fucking close yeah
0: God, Darren Aronofsky. Those, Ar- 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 Aronofsky killed
3: it in the 2000s because he had the he wrestler, Requiem the fountain. and the Fountain. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah damn. They I almost to put shout the Fountain out.
3: on my list, but I couldn't. I love the Fountain of Death, though. That's that my favorite great, Aronofsky.
0: Yeah. Uh, the only ones I'll say are In Bruges, The Departed, uh, Spirited Away, and Ratatouille. Those are my. I mean I love those movies to death but I don't, I don't the only one I would like could cons, highly consider honestly is The Departed cuz like The
1: Departed is great yeah The Departed's that, fucking
0: just so good In my opinion yeah. I think it's like top tier Scorsese but sure. uh, not a lot of people agree with
3: that I think it's so, great but it's not my top 5 Scorsese I don't think
0: I fucking love it,
3: so I
2: got it. The the only two that come to my mind cuz my phone's dead and I can't check Letterbox is um uh
0: dogtooth and Amoris Ferros. Oh Dogtooth is oh. so the huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, both of those are great.
0: Oh, oh and Leg- legally
1: blonde
2: is pretty good. Too. Fuck
0: yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. I put Mean Girls on my uh, list too. Yeah, Mean Girls.
3: Mean Girls is great. Yeah. Uh, what about um uh um let me see.
0: The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Elf <laughs> Um, <laughs> memories of Murder. Oh, Amazing. It's
0: a, it's a great film. That is a great movie. It's a great movie. I It's never been my favorite bog movie. I like Mother and Parasite are. Yeah,
3: bog. same. Yeah. I like Mother more. Mother's oh, oh, a 2009
0: movie. I saw
1: seen Mother.
0: Mother's so good. Oh my god. I and they give
2: And they give three more shoutouts and I'll be done. Yeah, yeah, that. go
0: ahead. Oh, so... Uh School of Cock.
3: Yes, yeah, School of Cock, dude. Yes. <laughs>
0: Can we just um, put that on, like, why not? Let's put that
3: on. <laughs> yeah, Keith life for that Why is that? Why is Paine's labyrinth a chopping? Block? Why do you the, hate Paine's labyrinth? The I don't. Of the- I, dude,
2: I, don't- I, I think I gave Pains labyrinth a ten when I watched it. <laughs> Wait, <what>? <laughs> it,
0: <laughs> I mean, What's it's a it's, it's a nine. Now. Me. I've never no, heard a no, no, bad no. word about Paine's labyrinth till now. <laughs> no, No, no.
1: Right. Okay, wait, We're wait. a school of no, rock. No, no. Who gives
2: a shit? <laughs> I, I, cock. I, love, I love Pan's Labyrinth. There's just a lot more 2000 movies. No, I, more. I, I
0: understand. Yeah, yeah. I okay. would even put. Now that we brought up Mother, like I, I think that's better than Pan's Labyrinth. Um, but almost famous, I think, is a great, uh-huh. great movie. Oh, yeah, dude, I just rewatched that, that movie. So really good. good. I
1: need to rewatch it. It's been a long time.
0: It, fu- it's made me cry. I love and,
2: it. And lastly, The Kill Bills. I Kill Bill Ooh, yeah. is one of my. Like both films are best Tarantino or favorite Tarantino.
0: Best top for tier me, Tortellini, for me. yeah.
3: Yeah. We also, we also got signs. What about that
1: guys? <laughs> and I want to open up the skin of worms. <laughs>
0: we can't do any Shyamalan talk. I'm sorry.
2: I'm gonna pull a cousin Greg. No no comment. No comment.
0: I'm not familiar <laughs> with that IP.
4: <laughs>
2: you don't have to say no comment. Just don't
4: say anything. If it has to be said, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is so so it
3: so it
0: be (laughs) you ever seen the movie sky high
2: yeah my hero academia cousin greg's in that
0: movie is he he? yeah he's the kid that like glows in the dark
1: i think that was after my time
0: oh
3: Greg, greg the egg
0: greg the egg yeah he's the
3: he's the
2: cringe guy in zola
0: Oh, yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, Zola. I do.
2: I
3: do remember him
1: from Soul. Oh, Sorry.
3: that is admit yeah. Like that mm-hmm.
1: girl's boyfriend or whatever.
3: Uh, yeah. What about um, Amoris Peros? I think we should really I, think about I, that. I said
2: Amoris Petros. I've never Just seen Amoris
4: Peros.
3: What? Yeah, it's you haven't great. seen it. You haven't seen great it. Fantastic. I, I know you don't like him, Jake, but that's the one you got to see from him.
2: That's incredible. It's his best movie.
0: I I I agree. I mean, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I I can tell it. I can tell it's like the one movie that I, like. You, like, I, I you like. you don't
2: like Birdman? You don't like Birdman? Birdman's pretty good. Yeah, I love it. Bird. Birdman's a masterpiece.
0: I feel bad. I should apologize to Cynic, uh publicly because I like, because like, we got into like a bad argument about the Revenant. <laughs> really? really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because yeah. like I I was be- I don't know I I was being a dick though. I was like I was like oh that movie's kind of stupid. <laughs> he just gave it. What, no, that's boxes. so funny. But and then I, I kind of played it off and I was like "But I was like genuinely not I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just like it's not for me But then he got kind of hot and I It kind of spiraled. His, you just happened to
3: like Talk about like his favorite like one of his favorite movies Yeah one
2: of his favorite fucking movies. Is it really? That's
3: yeah crazy.
0: yeah. Uh, I really <laughs> That's crazy man I, I, no, I'm, just,
4: I'm still attacking him yeah.
0: I know
1: <laughs> <laughs> The attack continues uh, Oh,
0: oh man, I'm surprised
2: Carlos didn't mention an adaptation. Oh,
0: oh, a great movie.
1: oh yeah, I would have guessed you would.
0: Have adaptation.
3: adaptation. I just that's would it. pay it. I would, out of everything that everybody like y'all said, I would put *Pain's Labyrinth* above it, though. Mm. Yeah, I... even like *Memories of Murder*, I would. I just hot take. But... <laughs> well, it
0: was like *Spirited Away*. Are we like no one wants to fight for that? I
1: haven't seen *Spirited Away*.
2: You gotta see *The Spirited Away*. *Spirited Away* is it's an obvious
0: but... pick, but like it's I've... you know. I I, I
1: I would agree that it deserves to be there just because of how like highly regarded it is.
2: Nobody's mentioned the Penist, but I haven't
0: seen it.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it either. I, I just been <laughs> shit. <All> Zodiac <laughs> by David
0: Fincher. I would. I love that movie. Oh
1: yeah, yeah that's really
0: good. Um, Elephant. Fantastic Mister. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Fantastic uh, Mister Fox is great. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, Fantastic Mister Fox is. Huh? A movie Life I aquatic.
2: Love. Um yeah. yeah, I like yeah. I like that one. That's <laughs> my favorite.
0: That's, That's my a great movie, favorite. yeah. Favorite. It's never was it never was my favorite Wesley Anderson movie. It's I don't my know favorite
4: why. Wesley.
2: It's, it's not my favorite, but I do love it.
0: It's really great, yeah. Uh, I don't know, it's always been like Royal Ten and Bombs and Mr. Fox for me. Oh all,
1: Fox is high for
0: me. Unironically, Spider-Man 2.
2: I fucking <laughs> love Spider-Man 2,
0: dude. You know, I I would I would put it in like yeah my top five but I was I was kind of too scared to do it.
2: Oh. I would have backed you up.
4: Yeah. I love that movie. That no movie, movie
0: it's not. like what my childhood favorite movie. You hate it, Kaylin. You're you're not, not about the.
1: To... I don't love what. It. <laughs> Is that shocking? First, you? <laughs> benchwarmers.
2: What <laughs> now, Spider Man Two? First,
1: she came for a benchwarmers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, but Spider Man Two is a, know, like a nine do. out of ten. Benjamin. is like I know,
1: I know that people love that movie. I just
0: doc cock.
1: It's just not for me. Doc
0: doc Hawk, You know. Yeah, doc cock. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly forgot what we were talking about for a second there. Like, why are we talking? I about forgot where
1: I was doc for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like I'm, I've reached I'm the literally I'm literally scrolling up like, and down
2: on Letterbox. Uh, like, I, even, I tried
1: am to am am open my phone life? and I was like.
3: I
2: would
0: game. I would honestly I would say Ye by Edward Yang. I love that film. I but I know I that's love like, the Yi Yeah. D- so are fan. we are
3: we gonna just stick with the top ten then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. i was just
0: kinda naming films at this point. But yeah, let's yeah. do let's do the tan. Yeah. Let's rank the
3: Fuck <coughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm getting over a cold right now. I'm just oh. I'm fucked. I'm fucked up right now. My body's oh. <laughs> I'm fucked. My body um, is
1: fucked. <laughs> Your body sounds fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so number ten is definitely Pan's Labyrinth, right?
3: Yeah, I guess so.
1: No, i That's fair. Should
3: be way. Should
1: be way
2: fair. Oh my god! This
3: <laughs> is better than at least just, three of the films. I'm just
0: saying are... it's got like the most discourse by far. So only like, by just, Blair. Just from it. Blair. Because <laughs> I What's, just.
2: I don't think it's, like, the best What's, movie. I know you guys are going to come right.
0: after my movies for the number 10 spot. That's why I'm saying that. So Well, will will you, 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 like? you know, I would. I punch love Drunk Love or Wendy Labyrinth. and Lucy, no. you know. No, it's I don't
1: Canada. think that he deserves hate. to be a 10 spot.
0: Either. What's number 10, then?
3: Pens Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got?
1: We already know Just what stuff. you say. Let's
0: go through them again. There will be Blood, Cache, Pan's Labyrinth, uh, Wendy and Lucy, Punch Drunk Love, Mulholland Drive, Irreversible. Dancer in the dark, no country, and for once, for months.
3: I think, honestly, Jay. Jake...
0: Yeah, yeah, I know you're gonna say it. You do it every episode. What? No, Wendy, I don't. Wendy, Lucy. Wendy, Lucy, it's Another always ten. my movies. Always,
3: I do yeah, not
1: think it's Wendy and always... Lucy. I really don't think it do you... deserves to be ten. It, it's either ten or nine.
0: You don't think it deserves to be in the top ten?
1: No, no, no. I no, I don't think <laughs> it deserves to be that low. I think it like.
0: I, I'm fine with putting drunk Love there if that's what you were gonna say. Carlos, or are you gonna hey, say well, Wendy and Lucy? I was gonna say Wendy and
3: Lucy, because yeah. <laughs> well, there's no other movie in the in the list that I would put Wendy and Lucy above.
4: Mm.
1: I think I would put it above Punchdrunk.
3: Oh well, so I would. My, put, maybe it's I like Lucy biased because
1: I just watched it. But what did you say, Blair?
2: Uh, I I would put Punchdrunk
0: Love over Wendy and Lucy. I mean that's but, fine. Those are two like my favorite movies. So
3: I would put Wendy and Lucy above Dancer in the Dark, but that's just me.
0: Oh Ooh. my god! This I'm is Tennessee. this is getting no. you give
2: I'm me too. shit for. Ugh.
0: What if we change blood it up and we start like from the top to bottom? Like, what's okay. the best movie? There'll be blood.
2: There'll one. be just give it. To
0: There'll the
1: be blood. Movie. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay, fine.
0: fine. <laughs> I was gonna say Mulholland Drive, maybe, but yeah, I Mulholland Drive should be number two. I
1: think it's between the two that, of them. That made and I'm your totally number one. Fine doing yeah, there will be blood. Yeah,
0: that made your number one and my number two. But I, yeah. I don't, I don't care. There will be bloods. You know.
1: Yeah, it deserves to be. Done what
0: can time. I say? You know? There well, would blood's number one, then Mahalo Drive two, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. That that we we're good with that. Um okay. Uh number three. Number three. What is um, next?
3: Pants Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> <Trek. laughs> um uh, I don't
4: know, man uh irreversible
3: Ooh, yes
0: i would yes. say for me it would be irreversible or no country for old men yeah i was
2: thinking no country but i yeah
0: so is that the three and four slots right there
3: i guess i mean i put a lot of movies in the list above no country but that's why, you,
2: why do you hate no country <laughs>
3: no, no country guys, like, is, Bla- so is um <laughs> carlos and I let, i's a pants let, the, let, 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 let the record show though both caitlin and i both wanted no country in the top 10 unlike blair who wanted a boot pants lab without for god knows <laughs>
2: <why>. <laughs> for Shrek. true i can't argue with whatever I, you
0: know if we did add shrek that would that would fix a lot of issues yeah having,
2: we all know. agree on shrek right
1: caitlin <laughs> you like the shrek i like the shrek Okay, i don't like cool. it more than p- the pants loving.
0: <laughs> i like the shrek <laughs> um so number oh, no no three... man
2: both fairy tales one has a donkey
1: <laughs> you're right
0: and it it has uh uh what do you call it uh lord Farquad's so... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah. best haircut in the game best
0: best <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
1: Yeah, the Shut ogre has Litz... fallen in love with Rit the princess. Days.
3: <laughs> Amir, the, uh, oh, that is precious. The ogre has fallen <laughs> in love with,
0: with the princess. With the princess. <laughs> oh, good lord. Honestly, all time. All t- we mentioned Anton Shiger, but he's no Lord Farquhar. <laughs> That's true. In terms of villains, That's
3: like, come on. come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, oh. Both strike and pants labyrinth I have I keep a, forgetting what all we have a fascist character. I need Sure. <laughs> <True.
4: laughs>
3: <laughs> that's funny. Um
0: so <laughs> irreversible and then yeah. Is that number 3 for sure though?
3: List yeah. I I yes. would say so. Yes. I'm we shocked. All adore I feel like reversible. that was going to be
1: hella controversial, so that's why I put it so low on my list. No, no irreversible I love it. Like that. Incredible. You're it's in the right place. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, now it gets complicated. Cache know? next.
1: Cache, Ice. cache, yeah. cache. Oh sure. my God. Yeah. I mean, personally,
2: I'd put it above irreversible, but I mean,
0: our top fours are dark. So would I, but yeah, I'm but actually, no, it's fine I would
1: actually me. be fine with putting cache above irreversible. That's fine. yeah, but
0: Jake hasn't seen I it. I haven't seen so it. So whatsoever. I think, uh, I think okay. let's okay. be clean about it, okay. you
4: know? <laughs> let's okay. Make clean. Let's be gotta clean. Make
1: clean. It. Gotta be above <laughs> the board here.
3: Okay. So what? So next, I guess, no country, right? Or four months,
0: three weeks, two days.
3: I'll go four months, three weeks, but I don't know how about I know
0: yeah I know you will. Um, like, what does the group think?
3: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck your opinion, Carla. It, oh, it's no, a I'm
2: not. I'm fine either okay, way, honestly. So
1: I actually I mean I think no country. <laughs> it's not <like> a car <laughs> no, country. no country. No
0: country okay. number five. Oh
4: yeah. Cool.
0: I can't believe you're like groaning over a virtual country. It's like, it's crazy. No, so me, no, Carlos. Oh. Oh. <laughs> god, <laughs> I think to- I think number five is really fair, if not like, unfair, yeah, that's fair, you know. All righty, um, what do we got next? Uh, for number six, can we put pants labyrinth because this is getting get way too low,
2: okay. What what you know, do we what about,
0: You just throw. You honestly just throwing in. Okay, what's left? What are the? What's, I'm genuinely curious. What's will left? Will you name the ones that are left? Uh yeah, it's, um, Dancer in the Dark, um, Four Months, Punch Drunk Love, Weddy and Lucy, and Pan's Labyrinth. Okay. I just okay. I, I, I just don't think it's cool to throw mine
3: at 9 to 10 <laughs> Okay. What the fuck? Come on.
4: No.
0: Okay. Well,
3: just fucking, I don't know, Jake, just get good. I don't know. No, I know.
0: I mean, like, that's fair, but we're going
1: really... to really tell you, bud.
0: <laughs> it's like a democratic decision right now, though. Like, I, I don't know.
1: Um, I, don't... I I have a
0: say in this voice is
3: what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll do. I think we should do four months next. Okay. Number six. Here's my problem is
0: that Dancer in the Dark was my number three and Blair's number one. So, like... Fine. Put Dance all in I,
2: all I want I is to see Dancer above Pants, and that's it. I don't care. Oh the rest God. is fine. That's my one request. <laughs> Can we just do Dancer? I, really, and... I
1: love Dancer in the Dark, but I think it would be, like, low on this list. That's number I mean... ten for, for me. Oh, my... Yeah, God. it might be, honestly. Sorry.
3: But how about this? How about we put number ten, Dancer in the Dark, and then Wendy and Lucy next? <laughs> <laughs> What? What? <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying put Wendy and Lucy number.
0: Only what if I'm you're like say. actually okay with that. I don't, I, I don't, I was joking. Like, I don't want to actually force you to put my movies higher. No, but I like genuinely think Wendy and Lucy is like that good.
3: I do think it's a really great movie. So, like, we could do Wendy and Lucy right next. That way, one of yours is a little bit higher <laughs> and not nine and 10.
0: I was joking. It We're about to start wheeling
1: and dealing. It's the time i my
0: movies are always at the bottom
3: so it's fine like i don't i'm not actually mad and then we can put pans labyrinth and four months three weeks sandwich between your picks
1: i really think pans labyrinth should be like next
3: <laughs> yeah
0: i should die too but <laughs> wait so what's number six i don't know I, we haven't decided that
1: okay, okay okay
0: okay i don't know what the hell uh i think it should be four months and then yeah
1: that's yeah. my one compromise. Uh, okay, four months of school. Four if months you
2: of school. guys throw fucking Dancer under the bus, then four months <laughs> number six.
0: And then, and then, uh, and then Pan's Labyrinth at number yeah. seven. Okay. <laughs> Carlos is fuming. Is that okay? Or is that not good?
3: It works. I mean, I think Pan's Labyrinth is like miles better than Wendy and Lucy. No offense, but that's okay.
0: It's I, above I, it. It's already above it. above it. 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 Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I haven't ranked Wendy and Lucy yet. Oh. Like I, I, I love hands I left. Like
2: I don't next. think it's like you know the greatest thing ever. Uh-huh. That's where you're wrong.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn. I mean I did watch it like at 3 a.m. and I was like, I'm going to fuck Mimi's right after the movie. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I yeah. I think that's <laughs> I think that's fair. But again, like now my automatically it's like we have my movies left, so no Dancer in the Dark, Wendy Lucy and Punch Drunk Lover fighting for the eight, nine, and ten spot.
3: I mean, I think Punch Drunk Love should be next, but
2: <laughs> Wendy and
0: Lucy.
1: Okay. I mean, if we think about the fact that Dancer is on two people's lists, like even like, no, it got it got, got kind I mean? of
3: fucked right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. See, it's on it's on two people's lists, but there's other two I people I feel like here. we're
1: already on a on a path. Just make a lot of sense. <laughs> I
3: don't know. Okay, how about put Dancer in the Dark next then? And then, yeah. Okay. Just because it was on two people's lists. Yeah.
1: I feel like Wendy and Lucy being last is going to be too sad. I can't do
0: that. Hey, y'all did that to me.
2: Unstrung so love, love being last sounds sad. Yeah. Yeah. Punch Love know. being
0: last hurts worse. See, yeah. you, you got. But I love yeah.
2: Wendy and Lucy. I love the movie a fucking lot.
0: Fight, mm. fight for me. Help me. I'm last. It's literally it's those two left, so whatever, you know.
1: Which one do you love more?
0: <laughs> I mean, I would Wendy and Lucy Your number, number one. one, so
1: I I would I would put Wendy and Lucy first.
0: and then Punch Drunk Love. That's
2: I mean first that's first that's fair. Like, I mean the Pacific Indian. Northwest wins my heart,
3: so <laughs> yeah.
1: I do love Punch Drunk Love, but we do already have a um PTA. PTA on there.
3: All right, that makes sense to me. So we I guess. Should we kick it off? No, huh? huh? Where did that come from? What? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, it's are gonna replace it I'm yeah. just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> my brain's brain just Perfect. shot, dude.
0: My brain's just no, gone. We'll, go. we'll do Brando instead. We'll, yeah,
3: we'll do Wendy and Lucy number nine, <laughs> and then Punch Drunk Love number ten.
0: Yes, that's what I wrote down. Okay, I
2: remember I watched Ratatouille and uh, Pan's Labyrinth like really close to each other. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. I just remember that
0: Ratatouille's fucking so good. I love that movie. Punch drunk Ratatouille.
2: No, no love for the Incredibles here.
0: I said it in my honorable mentions, but
2: shit,
1: <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> that's why I'm kind of like I'm a little like I feel like we fucked over the animated movies a lot, but.
2: Yeah, we just fucked it's ourselves.
0: Not my bag, baby. Just fucked uh. ourselves. <laughs>
4: it's
0: just, it's just... All right. All right, you bastards. I'll read the list out now. Um, <laughs> top 10 of the 2000s, according to us, are There Will Be Blood, directed by PTA, Parent Teacher Association. <laughs> Mulholland Drive, directed by David Lunch. Irreversible by Gaspar Noé. Uh, Caché. At number four, uh, number five is No Country for Old Men. Hotly contested, Coen Brothers film. Uh, <laughs> six is Four Months, Three Weeks, Two Days. Number seven is Penn's Labyrinth. Oh. Uh, number eight is Dancer in the Dark. Number nine is Wendy and Lucy. Number 10 is Punch
1: Drunk Love.
0: That's our top 10.
2: Good list. That's a very good list.
1: It's yeah, a base yeah. list. I feel like maybe the, I don't know, maybe the, it's a little wonky.
0: What what oh, would you yeah. choose The way it's
1: structured. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into the weeds about it at this hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's I mean fine. that's the
3: point of breaking it, but yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, I don't know. Um, I think both Kaylin and I agree Pants Labyrinth got fucked.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, what do you want me to say? What? All no, my picks, I mean this so is like, a democratic
1: all... system. Wait, cool. yeah.
2: okay. But I'm just curious, like what what film is it like? Oh, I can't believe it's behind that. I'm curious.
0: Yeah.
4: Because no like it's not, it's
2: not it's not it's not above uh, like I mean it's not behind. No, you're over. right.
1: It's it, yeah, it is top. No. Like. O-
0: only no country, oh, no country for old men. I think is your contention. I man,
2: you guys gotta long. rewatch the movie because the like yeah, I was like incredible. I don't
0: I don't understand where any of that's coming it's, from. So like, it's
2: amazing.
0: Person, yeah, I would never I would never fight against No country. I think it it should be like number two in my opinion. But that's honestly, that's I agree. That's different. That's that's okay um it's a pretty guess, awesome list though no uh, yeah list. yeah it's a very good list um yeah. this is hard to make honestly it was a hard list to make so that's why it's like it's, it's it seems a little wonky because like i don't think there's a way to perfect it unless we um, talk yeah, for you're, like you're another you're totally right <laughs> five hours i don't have it, it in but... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no no I mean, we, we should we should wrap it up um
4: memes. Yep. <laughs> <memes. is> we,
0: <laughs> Reaching a peak brain rot hour, but uh, I think I'm past
1: brain rot and just going to be the goer to (laughs)
2: beds. How does the Oppenheimer quote go? I become the sleepy head, the goer to (laughs) beds. Oh, what? (laughs) That's Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's what he said. The trailer? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that at all. (laughs) He said, "I'm the sleepy head, the goer to beds." Is
1: that the trailer?
2: (laughs) Oppenheimer was gonna like nuke the world because he's so tired.
0: Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Now. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I don't know how that's gonna play in the theater.
2: <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah,
0: I got my tickets for that I'll movie. See it. It's
2: no Barbie or anything, but no,
0: I'm more excited for Barbie. Me Fuck too. All the, yeah. the theaters right. out there.
1: Barbie's gonna be lit. <laughs> you don't like
2: women,
3: Carlos. I like women a lot. Clearly
2: not, because <laughs> not excited for Barbie.
1: <laughs> I don't that's know. That's the criteria. Fuck, the fuck on me. <laughs> Put me out of my misery.
0: Barbie, <laughs> are, you, are you actually excited for Barbie, or is that a joke? No, no,
2: no, I'm not trolling. I'm genuinely Because
0: no, I'm, I'm very excited for
2: Barbie. Um, I'm very I genu- excited. I
1: genuinely am, yeah.
0: The
2: calling Carlos a misogynist for Barbie, yeah, that's that's the trolley part.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I know that part, yeah. I just didn't <laughs> That'd be really fucked if you were serious.
3: No, Blair's dead ass, bro. Dead ass.
0: Dead ass about it. I can't wait for Barbie. But anyway, that's our top 10. Uh, I'm sure people are very upset that there weren't any Quentin Tarantino films or any Christopher Nolan films. But did we mention American Psycho once? I was going to I actually forgot. Yeah, I love that film.
1: I actually forgot. I didn't. Perry's
2: going to kill us. He's
1: going to go American
2: Psycho on us. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Perry. Kelly, our- Kelly Reichardt beats that. Yeah, yeah, um, Hell yeah. No, but yeah, there's. You can't please everybody, you know. It's 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 our list, and I like it that way. So I'm glad we got we made a pretty bang up job, though. Like I think the list is very good, and I thank you all for being here at this ungodly hour of the night. It's so late. I can't even for you guys. It's morning time, but it's almost
2: I mean, six a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: almost six a.m. Fucking hell, mate. That's crazy.
1: Backs <laughs> uh, on point.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, Kalen, thank you for coming on.
1: Oh, thank you for having so, me. So,
0: any final words you'd like to say or, you know?
1: Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not.
4: Just I,
0: I like it that way. For being
2: here, the Kalen.
0: Thank yeah. You thank you. No, no. Me. Seriously. Yeah, actually, uh, thank you for coming on. It was a very fun episode. Uh, Carlos and Blair, you know? Say what you will. What um I made mean, stuff.
3: Uh just came out with a bow was afraid scene analysis. Check that out. Uh join the Discord, find out about the Patreon, and that's it. Thank you very much.
4: Hell
0: yeah. Uh,
2: sorry, my phone died.
0: That's <laughs> okay. Oh, no, that's <laughs> okay. That's all right. <laughs> all good. Thank you. F- I, I'm glad you showed your face for a good part of the pod though. It was fun to you know interact and stuff. So it's all good. You'll find Blair uh, you. up in the Pacific Northwest somewhere, you know?
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Roaming
0: around. <laughs> yeah,
2: am like, I'm like hey, Bigfoot. I just hanging like... out with
0: Michelle Williams, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Subscribe to the Misfit Pond and also the Cinnabums channel. Um, all of our links are, will be in the descriptions below. Um, also we started using time codes so please stop asking for them because like (laughs) carlos puts a lot of give it a
1: rest already carlos puts a lot of (laughs) work in the
0: comments (laughs) stop commenting on on the time codes are like seriously carlos Um, works
2: hard to feed his wife and kids and you motherfuckers
0: keep
1: complaining (laughs) keep talking about the (laughs) trunk
2: no i'm
0: joking (laughs) i just i just had to put that out there because i'm I'm so sick of people talking about it but yeah (laughs) we'll have time codes in the description you Assholes. You,
4: uh,
0: you son of bi- sons of bitches. Um <laughs> sons of bitches. Go see asteroid city. Keep watching movies. Uh, and we'll see you guys in the next episode 2010s. Oh yeah. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye. <laughs>